We got a hook, line and sinker, and some water. Oh, sounds good, mate. Let's just go down to the bank and do our thing. All right. Because it's so natural just doing what we order. It makes a body want to sit right up and sing. It don't get lonesome. We got the dog to talk to. Yeah, not a bad sort of man. And you know, he don't scream a name. Well, the best he can do is whine. Just rob the dog and no wives. They can't get us, mate. And the sharks out here ain't as bad as the human kind. And we got a lot of time now Oh, what a feeling Just a wet line And dream that time away We dream one day We'll get that great big boomer Oh, mate, I just want to feel it I don't mind if he gets away Well, I do Well, I don't Oh, Mates who just love to hear those stories. You know about that great big monster, the one that always seems to get away. But all I ever do is just hear those stories. It's a great game fishing. Shame they can't come out to play. <laughs> oh. Good morning and welcome to this bleak Saturday morning, I will say. Mm-mm-mm. Morning, Marty. Good morning, Gazza. How are you, buddy? Good, thanks, buddy. How uh, how lovely is this weather? Oh, I do like this weather, to be honest. Not so much for fishing. I wish it was about two degrees. But for be. Saturday morning, it lovely weather. Yeah. Mm. It, is, um, it is quite nice when it's a little bit overcast, a little bit drizzly. It's a little bit windy. Four, yes. Four metre tides. What can we ask for as fisher people? Probably not that. No, no, I know. It's uh, 
It's quite difficult to uh, predict what to do because I was thinking of going tomorrow for a little run. But Well, it looks like winter. We forget that we sit in the studio here some mornings and it's, it's completely ne- nearly pitch dark yeah. in the middle of winter and it's got that sort of feel to it this morning. I think we have, if you listen to every report, there's certainly rain on the way. Uh, my trees were blowing all over the place in the front yard. The old gum trees were, were uh, being bent to the tilt this morning, but I don't know. It may be flat as out there. You're talking about going across the bay this morning. Is it dropping Tomorrow. out? Well, they say it is. Hmm. Well, with a four-metre tide, I was thinking all those rocky headlands might have some cleaner water on them. Yeah, most definitely. Most so I was definitely going to have indeed. a little look. But, uh, hey, good morning, Bilby Biggins. Uh, parked at Cooktown this morning. Is he? He is indeed. So well, he's going to be listening to I'll, the show. I hope you have you, a wonderful day, my friend. When are you back at Dunjo, mate? Yeah, Bloody keep them idiots that do 20 knots down there at yeah. Bay. Cleveland Bay is south-southeasterly at 17 knots. Davies That's is, yucky. Davies is 23 knots. Yeah. And uh, Yongala, mm-hmm. when I find it on my phone, yeah. just jumped a page. There we go. Yongala is south-easterly at 17 knots. So maybe I'm not going tomorrow. Maybe not. I don't know about that. Hey, we received that. Did you have a look at the message that we got on the NQ Fishing Show page last night? No. About the boys from Melbourne? Um, I didn't respond to it because I was like zombatized by then. I was exhausted. So we what, better six sort of... o'clock? No. <laughs> but nice one. Oh, by the time I'd seen it anyway. Yeah. So, um, what the boys say? Um, I've got to find it. I do have to find it. How has your week been? Yeah, good, mate. Good. Just tinkering away at work. Yeah. I'm doing the stuff you do at work. Yes. Feet up, arms on the back of my head. Nothing wrong with that. Sleeping. Yeah. So, no, it was good, mate. Yours? Yeah, much the same. Got your car fixed. We had our, uh, yeah, we got the car fixed and all new, you name it, bushes and shockies and brakes and calipers and it feels a lot safer. So that's the main thing. When you get your new car? October. October, she's due, mate. So I'll get a brand spanker, and I think we've uh, just signed an agreement. I hear through uh, through Ranger, Ford Ranger now, so it won't be another Triton, which I've had no problems no, with. No, only, no, not, only, no real problem. Remember, my car does a lot of yeah, cars, and it's worn out. Like, yeah, yeah. You've got all that suspension and stuff eventually wears out. So no, it's been uh, a good week, mate. I've been tinkering around in the shed, yep. as you do with boating stuff, um, when it's horrible weather which I'll probably do this weekend. Yeah, for sure. Did you find it? I did indeed, from a gentleman called Rodney Edwards. Yep. Hi, guys. Been jumping onto your podcast the last few weeks. It definitely makes my drive to work very interesting. (laughs) We are proud of... Uh, we have a group of eight best mates from Melbourne. We do an annual fishing trip every year. We're planning on heading to NQ again and do the east side, as we have previously done Weeper. Lucinda Lodge is our standout for us at the moment. Just wondering if you might suggest somewhere else, perhaps better fishing, or if there is better fishing. We would also need to hire two boats for self-driving. Thanks in advance. I can't think of anywhere. Well, with two boats to hire. Yeah, as well as that. Well, what we do... Like, if we, you could send them to Early Beach, but I don't know anywhere in Early Beach. And you could go to Cooktown and hide there, but I don't know anywhere in Cooktown. The only place I really know is Hinchinbrook, which has everything you want, and hire boats. Well, how... Like, for yeah. Benny. Benny's there. Yeah. With, uh, with Wild Adventure. Hinchinbrook um, hire boat there. Nice little polygraph. Yeah. If anyone doesn't have a boat and heads up to... Uh, 
to Lucinda. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I was racking my brain over it. Like, where else would I send? We're pretty biased with our part of the coast, whether it be... Um, well, not just biased, but there's nowhere else where you couldn't, say, go to Morrissey's and stay at the lodge at Morrissey's. Whereas Hinchinbrook, Lucinda, there's there's the Cove, there's the Lodge, there's the pub, there's the caravan park, there's everything. There's and heaps. then you've got a multitude of creeks to fish and then you've got a multitude of places to eat. And there is, um, if like they want two boats, so Benny's got his um, little polycraft and then there are other, other companies where you can tow. Mm-hmm. Townsville's got a higher boat, Townsville higher Yeah, boats. yeah, which you can tow up to. Um, so the boys in Melbourne, we're very biased. Um, what was old mate's name? Oh, I've just switched it off, young Mr Powers. Oh, well, to the boys in Melbourne, Lucinda is a beautiful place. Um, great Rodney. Rodney. Rodney and your mates down there. And he Melbourne. listens to podcasts, so he's not going to get this till when he'll till, listen till to, he listens. His way to work during. Yeah. So, oh, Rodney and the How boys. good is that to have a group of eight mates that you're just sort of like best friends with, that you know your group, and you come up and do a trip yeah. like this, a boys' trip away? It'd be something special to look and forward then to. It takes 12 months after your trip away with your eight mates, it then takes 12 months. To like each other again. Yeah. No, not oh, there's a, there's, sometimes there's a fallout, yes, but where the problems happen is when there's a ring in. Johnny can't make it this year. So oh, I've got this fella, Barry. He's awesome. <laughs> Barry turns out to be a meth addict. And eats all the food. <laughs> and everything goes, uh, yeah, yeah. I've done the trip like that to the NASA and thought I was going to die with my group. Really? Yeah, yeah. I'll never, ever do a trip with people that I don't know again. No, the boys will go good. But um, we're very biased of our coastline, whether it be out of Townsville, whether it be out of Lucinda, um, whether it be, um, as you said, the Horton and Morrissey's or Mm. or all those, whether it be cattle or whether it be the Bowley. Yeah, but none of them have a lodge to. whereas Lucinda is such a spectacular place. Well, boys, if you've never done Hinchinbrook, um, the thought process would be uh, do the channel. Um, If the weather's good, you can do the reef can do the islands yeah um if you can't surely you can find a boat because remember there was boab boat hire around there are there's lots of places we can hire a boat and self tow it up there pretty smart idea of ben but yeah but then there's so many um people um you can go with you've got 90 if you want to if you want to charter yeah i don't think that's no. the but if they want to if some of the boys said oh we'll have a charter yeah yeah um they've got benny they've got 90 they've got ian um they've got cracker jack oh there's um, a whole there's host about five or six of them out of the channel yeah um so it's a beautiful Bring Jester out of retirement he could set up a walking frame down to the boat room <laughs> it'd take him an hour to get into the boat Morning, Jesto. Um, but, yeah, boys, um, we we would recommend Lucinda. Um, hire boats. There's one, as we know, um, Benny's got a little polycraft to rip mm. around the channel in. Um, but there's a lot of... Uh, no, there's other boat places. Yeah, and we've never looked into it because we've never needed it. So, no. And that's not us being ignorant. But I know there's... Like Boab and so on, so forth. Yeah. And if, if Boab... Then you've, you've got Ingham boat hire as well. That um, you can tow the vessel to and all sorts. So yeah, that's yeah. good. So yes, we would uh, recommend staying down at Lucinda Lucinda Fishing Lodge if you can get in there. Mm. It's very busy. Then there's the cove. Then there's the Channel Inn. Then there's yeah. the pub, the caravan park. Um, so and apart from that, 
So, boys, I hope you have a great trip anyway. And uh, let us know. Keep us up to date with what you are going to be doing. And uh, and um, maybe Gaz and I can come and say hi. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. We'll come and we'll have lunch or something. Marty said he'll bring put the boat all, at the same time. Marty said he'll put all eight of you in his boat. Yeah, and um, I'll put the meal on Gary's credit card. The fishing show credit card. <laughs> yeah, it's done. Good on you, boys. It's sorted. Hey, um, okay, so it's reared, and I wouldn't call it as an ugly head. Yeah, I would call it um, something that is coming. And I saw you actually commented on it. Someone re-commented on it, and I'm not sure if you saw it, to try and put you in your place or try and make you uh, let out what details you know. But that's up to you. But the question was... Do we need a change with Barramundi? Size. Maximum size. Maximum size. Did you see the question that I'm referring to? No. Okay. Well, so you put on there something's in the wind. Yeah. And and then someone's got on there and said, well, put your money where your mouth is. Oh, have they? Yeah. Basically. They're accusing you of, I think, maybe talking out your butt that you wouldn't know. Or if you do know, what is it? Don't, don't hint towards it. So... And the, the actual thing went viral. No one responded to that one of yours, but everyone <coughs> has their There's thought. like 180 oh, thoughts. No, look, I only replied to one guy. Yeah. But, but old Mr. Expert that says I'm talking out my butt up. Well, no, no, he may, he may not. All he, he has, m- all he has to do is jump on the communique from Queensland Fisheries from yep. the East Co- Inshore. Um, I, I think it's more because he saw, because you went under the name of NQ Fishing Show. So he thought, well, we know something. So he's like, well, tell us what you know. No, it's, it's, everyone can see it in the communique. Well, it's in discussion. The chances of there being a change is, is probably 95%. Yeah. Um, so the question bears, what is a good change? Like, the problem that we get, and it's like if you're at a, if you're at a, a rally for pink people, it's the yellow people that make the most noise. The ones who's got nothing to do with them. Yeah. And you read in between the lines what I'm saying there. And it's the same as this. These people that are jumping up and down and, and making the hugest fuss about there being a change in, in limits, five, five barramundi per person, or the change in size, they're the ones that uh, it doesn't really affect or they don't keep fish anyway. You know, and and you can tell because you get to know a few of these guys, and like a lot of them are catch and release. Yeah. So they're they're the ones up and up because they're catch and release. Everyone else should be catch and release. So let make the make the catch limit one fish, and that one fish has to be between fifty five and eighty. And my opinion is, well, you can go and you know jump in the lake because that's I don't agree with that whatsoever. We put too much money, and we put too much effort, and we put too much love and. And um, into our sport to go back to one fish per person, and 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 then and then cap a size of it. Look, the one twenty is ridiculous. Uh, in all the years, and I I'm not sure about you actually here, but in all the many, 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 many years that I've fished the harbour and caught some huge fish, one over one hundred and twenty. Twelve twenty one. Twelve twenty. A lot of elevens. Yep, a lot. But only ever once have I caught one over hundred. They are. They're not unicorns, but they are in the fishing world. Yeah. It's a very rare thing to get a metre 20 plus barrel. Not the, we're talking our waters. I'm not talking up at the Cape or in a river that sees three people a year or anything like that. I'm talking about Morrissey's, Horton, Harbour, Lucinda, you know. They're, they're rare. And um, each year, like there's been metre 20s caught 
at the bluff or at the yeah. or or at hectate or whatever. Or mo- but out of all of us anglers, there's still only one barrel that's over that size. So I don't think that really counts. And if they drop the one twenty back to a meter, that w- I wouldn't batter an eyelid with that because yeah. a one twenty is a ridiculously big fish. It's an interesting thing and and like when that guy i didn't think that many people would post on it i just was answering a, what a dude had requested yeah um which is there to see for everybody on the fisheries communique i think it was from october last year mm. where it says the maximum size limit is going to be reviewed for barramundi yeah and old mate saying whatever he said i don't know well no he was just saying what do you know don't don't Put something there. Well, I'll, I'll reply it. I'll, I'll nicely paste it, and I'll go, mate. This is from Queensland Fisheries. Yeah. Look, you're blind, Freddie, if you don't think that something's going to be coming. Yeah. Um, but what is going to be coming? And it, it's, it's so for me. Yeah, sure. Drop the barrels. Leave it where they are. Even drop back to 55 if you want to. You've got to give and take. Yeah. Like if you're going to take 20 centimeters off what you can't take anymore, then you've got to give us something. So. 55 will become the new limit. I'm happy with that. And then bring it to a metre. I don't know whether there's anything about changing the minimum size. No, there won't be. One thing that... They would definitely change, but they can't... I think it would be wrong if they dropped the maximum size to something like 85. I wouldn't agree with that. No, I don't think it'll go that low. No, but Um, if you want to drop it back to a metre or even one... Whatever, that's fine. That's fine. But then you've got to look into it how, how many... Just that 200 mil, with how many barras do you get for just dropping it? Do you get more? But Will there be more barras or won't no, there be? No, it will stay at five as no, long no, as they not don't. not in bag limit, in, to- in numbers of breeding. Well, what do you get see, then there's a different argument that's coming out now. That, like, we're, all these people, I wouldn't have a clue. You don't have a clue. No. And no one else has a clue. But scientists now are coming out and saying, no, these fish become very, very sluggish with their... That like a human, your eggs slow right down. You make you make a, a, a five hundred thousand swimming eggs when you're twenty, but at your age now, my age now, we make ten million. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like these scientists are saying, where are you guys getting this information that the meter twenty barras are the biggest breeders of all? Who who is giving this crap? They're no, not. No, it's it's interesting. Yeah, and I'm not saying that that's what it is, but people who are in the know, and the scientists are going to argue with each other, but a lot of scientists are coming out now, marine biologists are saying, what are you talking about? Meter 20s aren't the big breeders. The big breeders are the ones that use one a neck. Your 80s. No, it could be. It's they the same are. With, with mackerel. And it's, it's, uh, there's no rule. There is no set rule of when a barra being hermaphrodite it's going to change sex. Like, uh, not so, Benny Bright. Here down there, in Weeper says, the breeding barrow, often 60, 65, way smaller. They change with whatever Mother Nature's doing there. Our barrow here, you know, if when you get an 80 fish, you're probably a chance that she's uh, now a girl. Yeah. But that is the prime breeder that girl is going to drop all the eggs as opposed to a meter 20 which everyone thinks is the big egg dropper and like i say again i don't know but i'm just saying that people who do know are coming out and going these guys have got it all wrong the big big breeders are your 80s your 90s not the meter 10s and meter 20s and meter 30s yeah so it's, it's an interesting it's food for thought but, but it's something that needs to be all right what's your opinion 
What do I want to see? What do you want to see with bag limits and size limits? Oh, mate, it, it's a hard one. I wouldn't. It wouldn't bother me if it dropped to um, a metre. No, it, that wouldn't bother me. Uh, but I would not want to see it drop my, uh, to... My form for the last two years, I'd like to see the minimum size of 40 centimetres. Yes. <laughs> so, well, just so I could take a fish home. Hmm. So, no, mate, it's a, 55's a good size. One thing I tell you, one thing that's that's always um, well, it used to be 55. Yeah, I'm not sure if a lot of our older listeners will remember, but I can remember I put up a post a few years ago and I said um, my first um, barra, which it was, was a, a barra caught on the break wall on a fluoro George Dempster, and it went 55.3 centimeters. And I put on there it was. Um, fed the family and it was gorgeous. No, I put that 55.3 yeah. that it fed the family. Yeah. I wasn't even thinking that, you know, a next minute. All I. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, whoa, 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 guys. I was like 14, 12, no, I was 13 years old. And, um, and that was yeah. when the size limit was 55. 50, and that had only just come in. 55 yeah. is not a bad size. One thing I've always been against in size limits is. Um, is smallmouth nanogite forty centimeters? The well, they're a plague. Yeah, and and one thing one thing that uh, that I've always uh, thought, um, mum and dad and the kids go to West Point, mm-hmm. and you can catch a thousand thirty five centimeter, thirty eight centimeter smallmouth nanogite over mm-hmm. there, but they've got to be forty. Um, if they were thirty, and there's not, or thirty five, there's not. They're not rare. They are no, in they are play not. proportions. What's better than mum and dad and the kids going to West Point and fishing mm. and being able to keep a 35-centimetre smallmouth that the kids catch and they get to take home For instead sure. of going, oh, he's 38, we've got to throw him back, oh, 37. Uh, there's just a... Some, yeah, I agree with that. Some things... Drop it. Yeah, some things like what a brim twenty three or twenty five. Yeah, uh, and 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 we're you, talking small mouths. Yeah, leave yeah. leave the largies. Leave Sean. the largies. That's yeah. fine. Not a problem at all. Yeah, but I agree with that wholeheartedly. Mouth, mate, you can go into the Hinchinbrook Channel and catch a boatload of small mouth. In con, look at them. Yeah, and they're in that thirty six, thirty seven, thirty eight. They must uh, reach thirty seven and go right. Yeah, get your luggage. We're going out to the <laughs> reef. If if you want to encourage fishing. That's the way to do it with species that that's why your brim and and whiting and stuff like that are a manageable size because mm. they're the your bread and butter species. Imagine if a brim was 35 or 40 centimeters, yeah, or, or whiting was 38. You yeah, no one would take a fish home, no, and I can't see why smallmouth can't be changed. I think that's a very good. And something you should bring up at the next, yeah. if they do one. If they do one. I've yeah, yeah. sent them an email during the week. Yeah. The other thing too, um, what you call them female jennies? Well. Uh, are we, is, and I know I use the word mother nature a lot, but is it sorting, does does that sort itself out by a lot more of the crabs coming out as bucks? Because we're taking all the bucks. We did, meant about 10 or 12 years ago, Queensland Fisheries put out a, a, a thing of what we wanted with their crab side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, do, you, do you want to take Jenny's? Um, there was only about 180 responses from the general public and 150 of them were from Brisbane area. Yeah. Where, and only 30 in North, North Queensland said anything so the majority of of it said no because 
obviously they're right next to the Tweed River. They're right close to New South Wales. You can keep Jennies there. So it's nothing for them no. to go crabbing in New South Wales, yeah. get some Jennies and some bucks and go home, which they're quite legally allowed to do if they yeah. can prove they fished in New South Wales. Northern Territory. Northern Territory. Mike crabs, Jennies. So they tried. They had put a little thing out and it... it the response never came through. And it never does. And, uh, and so I'm uh, guilty of that. Yeah, I can't see why we can't keep Jennies, but that'll probably pop up another day. Well, is it true, or am I just listening to stuff that's not true, that once a Jenny gets to a certain size, the buck can't actually get on top to do its thing? It's That's true story. <laughs> you laugh all you like. I don't know, mate, because I, I don't know a lot about mud crabs. Neither do I. But if you read, and I'm, I'm not, I haven't just made that up because there's a billion people out there that say it. Once this Jenny gets too big, the buck simply can't have a crack at her. Mate, I guess we can have a bit of a laugh with that, but we won't. Um, I don't know, mate. I, 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 I don't really know. No, it's not the same with humans. Not the same with humans, my friend. I, uh, I don't know because... Um, <laughs> I've never been in. Stop thinking oh, about oh, it, Gaza. So, so I don't know, mate. It's uh, it's an interesting one. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff around there about mud crabs and, and there is, and that's one of them. Yeah, and and so, we, so once they're like five and a half inches, they're useless. Yes. So, Work with well, me, Gary. So it, get out of the gutter. So it seems. So it seems um, across I, the back. I don't know, mate. It's uh, it's an interesting one. Um, there's obviously going to be a lot of changes with the fisheries, not just in Queensland. Just look what's happened in WA and what's happened. Well, that's our biggest fear, yeah. uh, WA, uh, and it's something we need to talk about, Gary. It yeah. is something we need to do. We're it's, talking about a nine-month closure on demersal species. Yeah. It's, that is horrifying to us. Well... What has gone wrong in WA that has... La allowed that implementation. I what know. has happened there? It's an in and, well, and can it happen to us? Well, down around Morton Island, there's been changes all around Morton Island, which is to benefit. It will benefit Rex, but it it crucifies the commercial men. So there's little sneaky changes get put in all over the place. So we'll go to a song mm. and an ad break. Yeah, but we should take because like most of them comments were, and I disagree with it. You know, attacking the. Prof Pros. Oh, you can't. The pros, the pros, the pros, the pros. Take the pro license. Take. Oh, ping off. That's the mentality. You know, th these people all say get rid of the pros, but they're happy to eat 12 kilos of prawns they brought from. For Christmas. For Christmas. Yeah. You know, come on. Yeah. Don't be a hypocrite. But there's. there's but, you know, it's just. There's a lot of people out there that haven't got boats and don't fish but still like eating fish. Oh, most definitely. Uh, they go down and see Gordon or they go and see... And then God. there's a hell of a lot of people that own very flash boats, do catch a lot of fish, don't keep the fish, release them, but have a mindset that everyone else should release them. And if they don't, we're just... Yeah, it's an interesting grubs. thing. Human nature, Marty, can, be a, can suck sometimes. Sometimes. Especially if you're a male mud crab. Let's go to... <laughs> Let's go to a song and an ad break. Doesn't mean you can't give it a go. No, you can have a crack, mate. Bloody oath. <laughs> Let's go to a song. A little bit of sideways movement. <laughs>
COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Hey, Cedric, your boat looks really flash now you've had it wrapped. Yeah, that's Kai Sign Mob. They are top fellas when it comes to doing that boat wraps. You know, they had so many daily designs to choose from. Now my boat's wrapped. I'm wrapped. My missus, she's wrapped. Maybe you should write a rap song about Kai Science. Now that's a rap. Too right. Want to know more? Go to marinegraphicsinc.com or call Kai at Kai Science on 0418 199 Station sponsor. Looking for the toughest products in town? Tackle World Townsville has the ultimate. Introducing Yeti, the toughest icebox around. So tough they are grizzly bear proof and hold ice for days. And the Yeti drinkware, it's the best on the market. See it now. 
stations. Time to get styled up with a new car or four-wheel drive from Motorco on Bowen Road. If you want a ute or need more seats or bigger smog, then you should go with Motorco. Great warranty and after-sale service. Motorco can deliver to Palm Island and other remote communities. Motorco, station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. That was a busy air break, mate. That was very busy, mate. I got quite a few out of the way there, so that was really good. We did. Hey, Uh, I was talking to Joanne before we go. Joe and Joe and John. They were actually at the uh, the mouth of one of our systems um, last week when oh. it was no no last week we were on that beautiful weather but it was stinking hot anyway there was turtles and sea snakes and all sorts of stuff everywhere and and Joe saw this sort of bear wave coming towards the boat and she said to John what is that and John goes I don't know but I'm throwing the lure at it yeah. so there's this bear wave coming so John puts this well placed lure in front of it and a 62 centimeter barrow. Ate it right in front of him. Oh, how so, nice. Made the day perfect. It would. That'd... I love it when that happens. When you see a bow wave, I mean, it's it's nature to throw at it anyway, but you got to throw at it. You do. You, you don't. You always do. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You, know you never what's... know what's going to happen. You know what's worse is seeing it swimming yeah. and lobbing it just in front of and then lobbing it and nothing. Lobbing it just in front of it again, nothing. Yeah. And then and foul hooking comes into your mind. Yeah, nothing happens. They come swimming past the boat oh. and nothing. You, uh, you, you know, kind of know when they're going to eat, though. They have a certain posture about them. Seen a massive big thread fin one year oh. at um, Mission <laughs> Bay. I was fishing with shares, and it was in the comp many years ago, and a big thread fin swimming along a mud edge like it was. Oh, baby. And we would have thrown 100 casts in front of its nose. Yep. Nothing. I bet you if you had a little deceiver fly <laughs> on board, it would have oh, gulped that thing down. And and as you said, trying to foul hook it in the back does come into uh, of course context after that. Oh yeah. By the time I got my CD eighteen out, <laughs> it had gone. It had gone. <laughs> Mate, on today's show, all our usual on guests. Two days show. Yeah, a little bit. That's two, yeah. That was um. Two J. That's a place exaggerated. In, uh, yeah. <laughs> two J place in WA. Um. On today's show, um, all our usual guests, plus um, young Jack Nolsey Nolson. Nolan yes. is on the uh, phone at about quarter past eight. Um, Who Jack, is Jack? Well, we've had Jack in the studio. We have with, indeed. With Bleakers, and Jack is the stowaway with Guesty on Real Action TV. Mm. Um, Jack, in the last year, has moved to Airlie Beach. As a um, lot of fish shows are doing. As a lot of fish shows do. And... Uh, during the week, or in the last two or three weeks, uh, Nomad have released a new vibe called the Squid, Tri- Squid Treks. Yes, if you don't, if you aren't aware of it, you haven't been in the fishing tackle store lately. Yeah. You're under a rock. So Jack, uh, Jack went for a fish last week with Matt from Pelagic Pursuit, and if yep. you watch a lot of YouTube stuff, you see the Pelagic Pursuit stuff. Yep. Um, and the boys took out the Squid Treks. From Nomad. Yep, it doesn't roll off the tongue, does it? No, it doesn't. It's a strange name. But yep. the boys took them out uh, for Nomad and gave them a bit of a workout and spectacular results. Mate, you'd look at them and you just... You know when you look at a lure and you go, that thing's going to get eaten. And they did. And it's surprising. So basically, if you haven't seen it, look it up, Squid Tracks. Um, I don't have trouble saying it like you do, guys. It might be because you're English or something. Um, but... <laughs> Welsh. <laughs> But it's it's basically a vibe, isn't it? Except yes. for in the shape of a squid, and it's 
what I think makes it work is the toe point isn't at the front of the squid. It's at the on the top of its back yes. where you would have a vibe toe point. And you do exactly what you do with a vibe. You just jig it up and down and it goes – but what adds to it? So you've actually got this thing that's vibing, but then you have all of these Tentacle. tentacles hanging off it that just says, screams, eat me. Yeah, I don't. It's know. such a simple thing that I can't believe it took so long. Took so long. <coughs> yeah, I'm surprised it took so long for a squid vibe to come out. Bloody good too, and got to give Nomad this. Their goods look good. They're they they when they bring something out, it's 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 not cheapish looking. It's a very well made, yeah, yeah. and it's not completely out of control. You'd think you'd see the name Nomad, but there's a difference between Nomad and Nomad Design. And these ones are Nomad designs. Still through Nomad. Yeah. But you were looking at them, you'd think, oh, these are going to have a $50 price tag on them. But no, they're actually, they're not cheap. No, the vibes aren't cheap at all. No, but. I'm saving for one. They're still, <laughs> they're still um, accessible, shall we say. Yeah, if you want to check them out, um, Tackle World down there on Ingham Road. Do they still have them? A massive range. Okay, because there's a lot of stores showing empty shelves. When I was there yesterday. Or the day before, Robbie was stacking the shelves with them. I think there's three or four different sizes. Well, see, Robbie is a is a fisho, and he would have looked at them and gone, "These aren't not going to sell." No, well, he took them out last weekend. Oh, did he give them a crack? Yeah, he gave them a crack last weekend. And what was his report? Oh, awesome! Got some nice reds, all sorts on them. So yeah, yeah. Can we use the word game changer? Oh, I don't think they're a game changer. There are such things, but I think they'll work. Yeah, because because then you. How do you know if you didn't drop? That can be our next episode. We've had gimmicks. Yeah. Telescopic rods we had through the week. Yeah, the telescopic pen rod. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we did find a photo of the fishing magician. We did, and we found a photo of Marilyn. But did we put Marilyn on the page? We didn't. Marilyn only went onto our private chat. No, no, Marilyn, Marilyn went on our page because I actually found where they were from. They were actually. A, a You're talking not not the the actual Marilyn no, no, looking the, one, the gold the one, cigar one. You, yeah, you yep. put it up there on yep. our page. Yep. I actually found. Oh, of course I did, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually found a heap of information on it. They actually um, released by River to Sea, an Australian company. Right. Very and clever. So they were River to Sea, and they were called a I Love Mary Lure. They then, were. There was eight thousand of them. Yeah, and I think each one numbered individually yeah. numbered. So there was 8,000 by river to sea. So. Clever. So, yeah, we did find a little bit. But Promiscuous too. Yeah, it was a, a, you know, there's probably still some out, uh, quite a few out there really mm -hmm. being river to sea. Um, but, yeah, we, we found that and we found a few little gimmicks. One of the, When I found the photo of the fishing magician, mm -hmm. it, it had the pair of pointy nose pliers that you <laughs> used to get that had a measuring tape, scales, knives, bottle opener. Um, all sorts of stuff with it. And then I did start looking at gimmicks. Yep. And one we did forget, the banjo minnow. The banjo minnow. We forgot. Gary Powers. We forgot all about the banjo minnow. Oh, how did we forget that? I don't know. But when I started. It was synonymous with the 80s. Yeah. So when I started uh, Googling. <laughs> the banjo minnow. The banjo minnow kit. We missed that one. Explain it. Oh, it was just your standard. Yep lures that look like they're a dying bait fish on yeah. the bottom and stuff like that. They, they On the TV ad, mm. they actually looked really, really good. Bloody oath. Um, and you look at them today and go, I could make that work. Yeah. So, so yeah, we forgot about the banjo minnow. We got flying lures. We got. <laughs> Did you ever have the Rambo 
safety knife. The, uh, yes. the where you unscrew, where you unscrew the, the lid. I didn't have the real. <laughs> what Rambo. was in there? A pack of the long shank hooks. There was a uh, a compass on the end of the yeah. of the knife. I think there might have been a bush saw. Yeah, there was a needle, some cotton to stitch yourself yeah. arm up when you've jumping off a four hundred metre high cliff and landed in the pine when trees. You, when you get hit by a mortar in the arm, you stitch it back on. <laughs> um, I I did have one, but they they weren't the real oh, Rambo. They no, were the, of course not. Pose. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, that, so, and they were big at one stage. Oh, they were huge. Yeah, yeah, why not? The compass was good. The compass was great. Never <laughs> you, used it. You know what I had, speaking of compasses in things, um, when I was a kid mm. and went to school, which was a 1,000 years ago, and back in those days you had to wear black leather shoes. Yes. You couldn't wear your runners. No. So the shoes of choice for the cool kids were called Barter Scouts. Barter Scouts. Yeah, and what they had on the sole, mm. they had the imprint of a lion's foot. So when you walked in the dirt, it looked like a lion had walked in the dirt. <laughs> but that's not the ticker. When you took the shoe off, in where the heel, you used to lift up a little flat flap and there was a compass in there. They, mate, if you had them at school... You were Mr Groovy. You were the cool kid. I wow. had them. But I wasn't the cool kid, but I had them. <laughs> but you had them. Yeah, if you walked in the dirt, it looked like a lion was following you. Barter yep. scouts, they were cool. When you were a kid shopping with your mum, did you have to go to the sports section and always pick up the big, long, rectangular cardboard box with the dodgy rod and reel in it and the no. the, the, the three-pack of floats, the always the red and white metal lure? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, yeah. I loved no. it. Loved it. That was, my, that was my Lego when I was a kid. No, when, our highlight of going shopping was mum. We used to go to a place called Eastlands, which is like Stocklands and stuff like mm. that, and they had a food court there. So we would have a, a spider, you know, a spider yeah, yeah, drink. Coke and, Coke and ice, ice cream. cream. So, but what they used to have in those days was on the counter, for people who had tea and coffee, they used to have the square blocks of, of sugar, sugar oh, no. wrapped up in paper. So we used to grab a handful of them because next door over the fence we had horses. <laughs> oh, yeah. So the highlight was getting all this sugar to feed the horses next door when we got back from shopping. So, Fair enough. But, yeah, the gimmicks were the gimmicks were quite uh, interesting. So the banjo minnow we The banjo minnow. Didn't even think of that no, so, last week. So, but we'll have to what, – what did I say next week? We'll have to talk about um, – not gimmicks, but um, – uh, oh, yeah, innovations, game changers. Yes. And there has been a few. Well... I think the bait runner was a game changer. The ugly stick was a game changer. Well, the ugly stick for its ro robustness of not being able to break it as easy as you can do... For with sure. ...with a lot of other rods. Braid was definitely a game changer. To some, there's still a lot of people out there that don't use braid, still like their mono. Yeah, but... In There's the big scheme of things for lure fishermen. Still a lot of people living in caves out there too. There is indeed. <laughs> so could you could you see yourself ever spooling up your Kolkata with a nice spool of Maxima green? No. no. But in <laughs> saying that, all my marlin gear and mackerel gear has pretest. Yeah, but that's a different. That is different. different. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But for for bottom bashing and lure throwing, no, I can't see anything other than braid. Yep. Um, but um, yeah, the braid was there, and we spoke about. Um, the Daiwa interline rod. We didn't. They, that wasn't a game changer. No. That was a game breaker. But they were so smooth. Never um, used one, and I can see how good they would be. I never liked the tip section, that little round ball bit. Yeah. 
you couldn't get you couldn't wind your your leader through it, so you had to fish with a. <laughs> Are you right there, choking on your coffee? So you had to throw a um a small, a little small, small leader. Wood. Yeah, uh, but the smoothness of the rod, it was like having two hundred guides along your blank because up the eye through the middle of it, where it tapered to the tip. Yeah, there were like little guides all the way through. So it was so smooth when it used to run over it. Yeah. Um, what was the blank itself like? Nice, nice responsive, blank, mate. Yeah, really responsive, really nice. We there was obviously a few. It wasn't just Daiwa into line. No, was it? there's a few over the years. Daiwa pushed it. it <laughs> I hear they're, they're trying to make a comeback. The letdown on it was when you busted off. If it busted off within the blank, it you was needed a, a massive job. They to, came with a bit of wire. That yes. Used to feed down it. Yeah. Um, but we we had a display because there was reef rods, there was spin rods, there was bait casters, and we set um, how Dial wanted you to market them. You set one up in a rod holder in the shop, mm. and you get the heaviest snapper lead. This was the reef ones, and f- feed the line down through it, and then just pull a load on it. Right. So you can feel how smooth it is. And it was smooth. It was very smooth, mate. And we we actually got some given to us in the bait casters to use away in the Northern Territory. Yeah. Um, like casting and So trolling. you actually did, had sessions with them? Yeah, mate, a lot, yeah. Yeah. Um, beautiful. But, like I said, when you cast, all right trolling mm. because you flick your, your lure out the back, let a heap of line out. But mm. when you're casting, having... 18 inches, two foot of leader yep. trying to throw a lure is pretty... Yep, ordinary. Because you couldn't get the knot there. So the whole use... Because the, the main concept of one of their advertising features was incredible accuracy, which yeah. you did get because it was uh, where that rod pointed is where your yeah. lure went. Except for it wouldn't work because your leader was too long. Yeah, but if you just ran straight braid to your lure, Ugh. which we don't, up here, you no. might do if you chase them flathead, broom or flathead down south. Yeah, yeah. Um, you might do that, and they probably worked a treat down there mm. for for us to be able to wind a forty or sixty pound leader through the tip. No, no hope. No matter what knot you did, um, it wouldn't go through there. So yeah, we played a lot with them in Northern Territory. We, yeah, and they were super, super smooth. Yeah, were they uh, strong? Yeah, they were beautiful. Graphite, rod, mate. or graphite, yeah. they were graphite. Yes. Not a composite? No, they were a composite graphite rod. Okay, so they percent graphite. Right, okay, so they, they had a little bit of yeah. give. Yeah, yep. so, so no, they were a nice rod, but up here the fact of not being able to get that leader mm. through them sort of fizzled them out. We sold a few over the years, but, but yeah. not a lot. So, Did you ever get – and I loved them. I thought they were a beautiful rod. I only – Actually sold my last one because I didn't wasn't collecting them no more. But the bull whips, I love the. Bull I whips. love the, the look Shimano, of the bull whip. The Shimano bull whip. I had a spin, beautiful rod. I yeah, broke yeah. It in the end. Which is very very similar, and I put it in the same category as the Shimano fighting stick. There's a Shimano fighting rod and the bull rod, uh, bull whip. Um, both come in a pistol. Uh, or no, trigger the, in the trigger grip. Yeah, the bull whip came spin, bait cast, or or. Mm. Um, I only ever had bait. Yeah, yeah, in the pistol grip, wasn't it? I had the spin. The spin was like there was nothing to them. They were a certain diameter at the part and just tapered to a nothing at the tip. But beautiful beautiful rods. Beautiful looks. They were were great looking stick to actually look at. Yeah, the bull whip were. And uh, one of the very first planks that when you, you know, like now you pick up a Loomis or something uh, or an edge and it's kind of see-through to a degree. 
Bullwitz one of the very first where the blank was o- opaque looking and then quickly after that come all of the Angler series rods and, and, and nice. so forth with the similar sort of blanks. They were very... I remember nice. a blank that I absolutely fell in love with. I just used to look at it continuously and when I was fishing with it in the sunlight, um, the sun would hit through the blue. It was a blue blank. It was Pacific Composite. Oh, yeah. You remember Pacific the Composites? Angler blank. Yeah. Angler were Pacific I don't know composite. who made Pacific Composites. They but were made in New Zealand. In New Zealand, exactly. Yeah. And uh, the sun would hit this blue, and it was like an opal. And um, they were an expensive rod in their day. I don't know whatever happened to them. Obviously, the marketing thing fell off and, and whatever. But um, that used to capture me. And, and, and that was a classic. Um, I didn't even can't even tell you if the rod was a nice rod to use. But I didn't care because yeah, it, it looked, looked good. good in the sun. <laughs> well, Pacific Composite did all the ultra-graph range. Which, they yes. The Mangrove Jack, the Top End Barra. Uh, the Bass, uh, Bass Day. The, the Bathurst Barra. The, yeah, yeah. All those. Oh, there was a stack of them what a great campaign that was yeah and then do you remember the ultrograph 3 blank come out which was a complete total failure flop every single one of them exploded and angler didn't come to the party on it so there was a, a because angler had such a good name that they were overtaking ugly stick and everything at the stage weren't they guys oh yeah they were a beautiful rock yeah and then they brought it so you had the ultrograph 1 ultrograph 2 and then it was time for ultrograph 3 now i think ultrograph 3 come out 98, 99, yeah. maybe a bit earlier. Anyway, so because they had had that name, it was you were the in person to get one of them sticks. So they sold literally 100,000 of them. Out of that, 70,000 of them exploded. There was just a problem with the blank. Massive yeah. problem, which put the company under. You it know? Was, I've still got Ultragraph. 2000. I've, yeah, you I've won't got, have a three, I'll tell you. I've got a... Um, <laughs> not, not a hole... Uh, one of the Barra, Barra series. Mm-hmm. I forget what it was. Baffus Colberg. Colberg. Colberg Barra. Yeah, it, I bought it for Kayleen for it, but Christmas with a Corrado on it. <laughs> Do you know ago. what their biggest seller was at one stage? And I got one. This was before the Cowboys come on board. They'd done all the NRL. So I got the Broncos um, Angler Rod, which had the burgundy and the white Broncos colours of the day and the with the yellow trims. Loved it. And so if you're manly, you'd get the blue and the black with a, and then have the sticker of the shark. And um, and they were a really, really good rod. And you've still got the Broncos one? No. Still. No, Broncos. But I had the Broncos one for probably 15, 20 years. And then, you know, when you do just stupid you crap that, that you regret? No. Yeah, sold so, it. Yeah, sold it. I sold a lot of stuff over the years that I had a massive amount of regret over. I'd never use it again. Like, I remember selling, um, they had the... the the 30th, uh, 25th anniversary Abu anniversary, and they brought out a green and gold Abu. You might have had it in your shop, uh, green and gold um, Abu 6500 Ambassador. Yep. And the green and gold was just beautiful. It was a really, really nice-looking reel, and I had that forever, and I loved it. And then I sold it to a mate at school, and um, or I just was once school had finished, and, um, and I don't ever know why i've had an opportunity to buy another one since like brand new and so forth expensive yeah they they want about 700 for them but they were you you, that one in particular like abu very cleverly with their marketing campaign always bring out anniversary reels they're they're smart with that aren't they so you have 25th anniversary you have 30th and and so forth the the green and gold abu was uh, that that was their rocking horse one. There wasn't a hell of a lot of them ones made, maybe eighty thousand or something, which sounds ridiculous, but we're talking worldwide. Mm. Um, whereas the, um, they brought out 
um, the 40th anniversary, or, or, or don't don't count me on my numbers. I probably got them wrong. It, it was a more silver with gold trim that was based on the um, Royal Express. Oh, yeah, um, the, good re- the good old Royal Express reel, which was um, absolutely beautiful reel, and um, and I brought one of them and, and sold it on them, whatever. But you do these things, yeah. You know what? Angler brought out a, a range of uh, their fly rods were very good. They had the Tom Thumb, and then they had all different weights of fly rods. Had Tom you, Thumb, very short, stiff. I think fly I remember rod. the Tom Thumb. I'm yeah, very thinking. stiff fly. But um, Angler are a great range of rod. Richie Hilton was the. Uh, Rep going around Queensland in those days. I still chat every now and then to Richie on yeah. Facebook. But Tom Fum rings a bell, but I can't put... They I'm were trying very, to picture the, were, the, the rod. They were a shorter fly rod and a very... Stu- they didn't lo- like it was... Well, like an equivalent of a 10, No, they weight. didn't load up like a, a fly rod does uh, because they're short. Like they still loaded up, but they were a little bit harder to cast. But they yeah. were very strong. When you hooked up, they were very beefy, the old... Yeah, fun. yeah. So... Yeah. Let's go to song and an ad break. And when we come back, it's that time of the day to go and see Mick. Gee, that hour went quick, Gaz. Yeah, it does, mate. There's so much. And then after Mick, uh, we've got Nolsey for a chat at about quarter past eight. See what the weather's doing down at Airlie Beach. Here, knee deep in the muck of 
close them eyes. Let's go there in our mind. A hunting, fishing, loving every day. That's the prayer this country boy prays. Thank God he made me this way. Hunting, fishing, and loving every day. Black coffee in the morning. Dark whiskey in the evening. I can red dirt rich before I ever paid. Hunting, fishing, and loving every day. Flagship Destroyer boats are built for North Queensland conditions. Higher sides, wider and deeper. Built strong, built to last, built to fish. Flagship Destroyer boats are only available at Townsville Marine. All powered by Yamaha Outboards with Yamaha Finance and Insurance. With models from the 435 Creek boats to the mighty 730 hardtop models and everything in between. There's a Destroyer boat at Townsville Marine to suit your fishing. Destroyer boats, Yamaha. Townsville Marine Station Sponsor With the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville Take your family, take your mates and take your boat with unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef The time to book is now Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape Listen to Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Everything you need to keep your car driving well and looking great, you'll find it at Cheaper Auto Spares. Performance parts, tools and accessories, spare parts and the best prices in town. Cheaper Auto Spares, locally owned and operated in the big black and yellow building, Ingham Road, Carbot. Station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. You're looking for a deadly deal on a used car or four-wheel drive? Then get styled up in your new rig from Motorco. Motorco always looking after our mob with great pricing, proper good after-sale service, and all our vehicles come with warranty. Too right? Why go anywhere else? Motorco, Bowen Road, Ross Lee, station sponsor. Is your ute wearing protection? Speedliner is the world's toughest spray-on liner, providing strength and reliability for a wide range of applications. Speedline this, speedline that. Extend the life of your ute tray with Speedliner. Available now at Cool Cars and Customs. Station sponsor. With the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, 
The time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Racing and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. You know, I used to love going walkabout, but ever since that motorco mob delivered me my four-wheel drive, I stopped walking. Thanks to Motorco, I now prefer to drive about. They even arrange finance. Just to let you know, you need a new rig, you should go with Motorco. Station sponsor. All my friends don't go fishing. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. Getting heaps of uh, phone calls during the ads, which is really good. Everyone's getting a bingo number. Morning to uh, Nigel and Renita, who are new to Townsville from Kalgoorlie, hopefully listening to the show this morning. They better be. They I will hope. be. I hope. Hey, and w- when we do come back to, uh, after we've speak spoken to Mick, remind me to have a talk to you um, about a little bit of kite fishing in New Zealand. I was telling to talk to one of our well, listeners. Well, it would have been good in the last week with the cyclone. Whew. Morning, Mick. <laughs> Good morning, team. Good morning, listeners. What's going on? Ah, mate, we're flying through the day today. Oh, yeah. Yeah, very, oh, yeah. Good. very, very busy. Get, get you fired up for a Saturday. Good on you. Yeah, no, we, uh, for once, we're off and running. Yeah, good on you. All, all fit. Right. How was your week, all right? Yeah, good, all thanks, good. buddy. Very fit. Yeah. We're all fit and dangerous, mate. Yeah, it normally us. takes yeah. about an hour and a half before we drop the clutch and put it in the second. But um, <laughs> somewhere we found it this morning. <laughs> yeah. Just make sure you don't get your wheel stuck in the mud, mate. <laughs> Oh, yeah, don't worry about that. Marty gets stuck in the mud a lot. Just let that one slide. Let it slide, young Michael. How was oh, your How was your week, mate? Yeah, pretty good, mate. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, uh, we had a little bit of a reprieve from the rain, which has been good. So, uh, But, uh, no, it's nice. It's a good week, and it's a little bit cooler, too. So the, the, the rain and the, and the cloud covers are taking the edge off it a little bit. But, no, all good. Sold a few cars and uh, bought a couple of cars. So you haven't sent me a picture what... through today. What's going on? No, no. Well, I was a bit slack this morning. I, uh, I, was, I was here on my own, and Leon turned up a little bit late, so I was out unlocking the yard and doing doing what I've got to do with the morning, mate, and get started for the day, get ready for the customers. As you do. What do you Absolutely. got for us today, then? Right, that's it. you got a little bit outside the square here, a little bit, but not too far. But i got a 2008. I know it's a little bit older, and it's got a few Ks on it, but it's a 2008... GXL Prado in an auto turbo diesel, so the 120 series, the last of the, the 120 series, yeah, uh, in an auto turbo diesel, um, and just a lovely car. It's got a full service history. Um, some older people owned it. I know it sounds like oh, corny, corny but, uh, they, good one. Well, they bought it off us about ten years ago, and uh, they traded in and bought another Prado off us. So obviously, uh, they're Prado aficionados, and. Uh, yeah, and they've really, really, really looked after this one. How so cool is uh, that, buying it off you 10 years ago and then coming yeah. back and buying yeah. another one off you 10 years later? Yeah, it was, it's, almost, it's almost 10 years to the to the month, you know. I think they bought it in April or <coughs> somewhere around there 10 years yeah. ago, back in 2013. So, yeah, they traded it back in and um, bought a, a 2018 Prado office. So. How cool is that? Yeah, very good. Yeah, nice people. Nice when you get so, uh, business coming back after so many years. You know you're uh, yeah. doing the right thing. 
Obviously, well, they don't know you personally, but uh... no, <laughs> they remembered. They remembered me. So uh, yeah. it was, uh, <laughs> I've seen a few few uh, few cars go on, go over the road since then. But, I bet uh, you no, have, was... mate. You'd probably yeah. have any idea, roughly, oh. how many you've sold in your career. Oh, I couldn't. No, I you couldn't. That That's a lot, isn't it? So do 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 sort of about thirty by about. Um, Oh, I don't know, 150. What's that? Yeah, it's a fair bit over the years. <laughs> There's a, a couple there because you've been in the game yeah. a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been good. That's a, is that a good uh, industry to be in? Is it? Is it the only industry you've been in, or when you left school? No, what, no, what did no, you do? no. When I left school, I was uh, I was just a storeman at uh, at, a, at a bearing company here many many years ago. So yep. Uh, and. Um, yeah, progressed from there and moved to Cairns and did it up there for a little while. And then a job opened up here at Toyota back in 94. Yep. And I was there for two years and then came to uh, where I am now, which was Honeycombs in the day. And uh, yeah, Honeycombs Cars and four-wheel drives with uh, Jason Collins, and he's still here. He's still running the show. So uh, Jason's looked after me for the last 27 years. So. Did we play indoor cricket in Townsville or Cairns together? Both. Both. Cairns first with Jimmy Stevens. That's right. And you remember the other yeah. fellow who used to play in the... Dale? Remember Dale? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Dale, Dale used Batten. to turn... Dale. <laughs> Dale used to turn up with not a hair out of play, smelling like a million dollars. Many years ago... Uh, he was ago, Fabio. He yeah. was Fabio of the cricket industry. <laughs> Many years ago, I bumped into Dale in Townsville. Yeah, right, eh? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, Rat, I think they used to call him back yep, in the day. That's him, yeah. yeah. Yes, that's it. Ah, oh, there you go, the he, good old days. He did live here for a little while, and then he moved over to WA for a little while too, so I'm not sure yeah. where he is now if I've lost contact with yeah, him. Yeah, no. But, uh, he's, he was a good man, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, they were good old days. It was good old days, mate. They're still good old days. There they are, mate, mate. You're yeah, dead right. Cool. So you were Every day's in yeah. the car industry for most of your life, and you do a very, very good job at it, mate. You're well, right. Are you Thank you. Are you in the market for a new car, Gaz? No, I've got a service coming up. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't go and see Mick when I have a service. I go and see the lovely young lady over at the service department. Young Rebecca, yes. And she we, looks after everybody. We chat about fishing, and she tells me all about spear fishing. No. Oh, right. Okay. For ages. I didn't know she was a spearfisher. No, I think her other half is spearfishing. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Not that I really want to find out anything about her other half. <laughs> <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> there, there wouldn't be a reason why she dropped that into the conversation by any chance. <laughs> yeah. My other half. She doesn't get the hint. She doesn't get the hint when I'm staring at the ceiling and looking around at the front door. <laughs> <laughs> Try, trying to get out. Yeah, well, that's uh, am I booked in? I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's a good no, girl. She's she looks good. after the customers very well. So, yeah. uh, it's a very important part in the service area. So that yes. has a good contact person at the front line. So yes, no, you'll see me the in the next and, uh, uh, in the next month. I'm due for a service. Yeah, okay. So's the car. Right, yeah. <laughs> boom, well, boom. Help me with one of them. Yeah. <laughs> Hope she doesn't talk anyway, about her other yeah. half. Did you do your dad joke? I haven't got one today. I, I heard a Have really you? good one. Oh, Marty's jumping on. on my. Go on. No okay. Uh, the, why didn't the lifesaver swim out and save the hippie? Why? Uh, not you got me. Because he was too far out, man. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Come on. He was too far out, man. <laughs> uh, see, it gets better. 
No. Mick's laughing more genuinely. Mick's it's coming through. It's coming through. Yeah. It's coming through. Mick's it's it's laughing. more of a leak. Mick's but it's laughing a, in pain. It's like, it's like filtering oil through a sock. It's starting to leak through slowly. <laughs> and that's me. That's it. Thanks, buddy. Is that your one a year yeah. now? Yeah, well, there's one I can say on air, and I was able to, and I did, and the response was... Pretty good, mate. Not bad for you. Yeah. Not bad. I would have got a laugh or two out there in uh, Radio Land. <laughs> and then the other half, like, God, this guy's right. Yeah. A laugh or two. <laughs> we got one from me, so that's all right. That's one. That's yeah, a, that's it's a sympathy laugh. It was laugh. all right, mate. It was a typical dad joke. All right, done. <laughs> hey, uh, mate. That... Anyway, yeah, the Prado. 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 Automatic, turbo diesel. It's got a heap of gear on it. Bull bar, tow bar, spotties, snorkel. It's even got the uh, those clear view extended uh, mirrors. Um, and today it's, um, you ready for this? Go for it. Shoot. Nineteen nine ninety drop away giveaway. Not really, but it's close. Yeah, but no. very good value. Like it's a lovely car. I know it's a little bit older than what we normally keep, and uh, it's got a few more kilometres than what we normally have as well. But very, very, very well looked after and serviced um, regularly. So it's got a full service history, and um, yeah, twenty Beautiful. grand four wheel drive turbo diesel Prado. You had drive away. you had to take it, mate, because how can you tell that people that have come back ten years later that you don't want that car? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You can't yeah, say uh, sorry. Go and sell it and come yeah. back and see me. No, no, no. They and they've loved it. Like they really, really looked after. I know it sounds unusual for a car that age, but yeah, it's been really well looked after. Insides, uh, yeah. I don't even think we have to detail it inside. It's that clean. So beautiful. Very nice. Very, very nice car. So All yeah, right, 2008 buddy. Prado, yep. under twenty grand. Cheap. Down here, sixteen eighteen Bowen Road, opposite Audi and Porsche, and opposite Rising Sun uh, Shopping Complex. Good on you, mate. What time are you there till today? Yeah, to one o'clock, mate. So drop in, say good day. It's a nice day for out buying a car. It's a bit cooler. Mm. A little bit of cloud cover. It's lovely. Come yeah. on down and say good day, and we'll see if we can do something to help you. Good stuff. Good on you, and man. Also, and also, yeah. we're still looking for cars to buy yes. as well. So if you, even if you're not buying something, well, we are. So give yeah. us a chance and we'll try and do our best to help you. Good on you, Mick. Beautiful, Mick. Good on you, guys. Cheers. T- talk to day. you next week. Thanks, Bye, 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 Mike. Bye. See ya. Bye. There's Mick from Motorco. Beautiful. And as he said, if you've got a car to sell, don't be afraid just to go down and see the boys. Yeah. And just see uh, if they'll offer you something. Hmm. Now, like I was saying before, I was talking to Chris in in the ad break, and um, he mentioned uh, kite fishing. Have you had anything to do with kite fishing? Nothing at all. Well, when he was in New Zealand on the west coast of Auckland, the sand there is black. Yeah. It's black sand. They used to basically. I haven't googled it or anything, but um, the way it worked, you'd send a kite out to a degree, I suppose, and they would go a long way out to a point where you almost couldn't see it. And uh, underneath the kite, around about 10, 15, 20 meters down, was um, a two liter milk bottle full of this black sand that kept the kite perfectly weighted. Um, so it would sit just near the um, surface and so forth. And then uh, you were allowed to have a 20-hook rig on that, gas. 20? 20? 20-hook 20 rig on it. And obviously the main fish that they would catch would be um, the snapper. So, And he reckons it's an incredible way of actually fishing. He got introduced to, to it um, while he was there in, living in Auckland and um, found it absolutely fascinating. I'm not even sure if it's legal here in Australia yes. or if people do it in WA. Australia. The kite that they were using is, is a very, very strong kite, about a metered square. Um, and, uh, but 
you can see how it would work. Like you, you just keep letting it out as far as you want to go. And it, you, obviously wind direction and so forth would have to play a part in it, wouldn't it? Uh, but well, on, on the on the West Coast, it's... Yeah, if it's blowing offshore, it's probably better than it blowing onshore because... You, you would catch people rather yeah, than snapper. there's nothing worse than your kite behind you a thousand metres. Balloon fishing they do here over at WA. I don't want to talk to you no more. They do balloon I'm fishing. I'm trying to have a serious bloody conversation here with you. But they don't have 20 hooks on their balloons. They have no. one. Yep. And your bait skips across the surface. Yeah. Some of those steeper cliffs up north of Carnarvon yep. in WA, they balloon Well, fish. basically that silly thing that we were talking about last week, the uh, the yellow missile. The submarine. The submarine. is That's a newer technology to the kite to a degree. That's the rich man's kite fishing. Yeah. So, yeah. But uh, um, quabber and places like that. If you um, if you YouTube, you like YouTubing, mm. um, putting quabber and watch them catching Spanish mackerel off very high cliffs. That would be good fun. Yeah. You know what else? Imagine rocking up to the rock pool and having one of them bazooka set up things that they fire the baits out. Over Have to, you see, yeah. seen them? You could fire that to Maggie Island. Oh, it's unreal, isn't it? Well, kite fishing, you could kite fish Middle Reef from the rock pool. You could yeah, just, <laughs> just catch a trout off the rock pool. Hey, and uh, that's probably how oh far no. out the lines would go because there's no limit, really. No, just keep. And the 20 litre, uh, the, the two litre milk bottle full of the black sand keeps it at bay, keeps it weighted at this perfect. I mean, some days I think you'd have to take a bit of sand out or, or change to a three litre milk bottle or whatever, but, you know, there'd be some science behind it, but I, I, I like go. it. It'd be a fun way to fish. Down to Toy World but to buy a kite. to bring it back in was a mission. It I was a proper imagine. mission. So what they used to do is, and I didn't quite fully understand, but basically they'd have the quad bike tied off on the quad bike and so forth and then drive the quad bike and bring it in that way forward. So Well, you imagine trying to wind a kite back in. The bloke who told me this probably like, dude, you're getting it all wrong. Because <laughs> not what good I said. Good story, though. We love it. But it's it. a great story. How Let, good's that? Let's go to an ad break, and when we come back, we'll have a chat with Jack Nolsey Nolan. Oh, I'm looking forward to this little chat. It'll be good fun. He was my friend first. Was he? No. 4K1G. Cruising down the street in my Commodore. Aboriginal woman. <laughs> down to the streets I would roll. I heard it on my radio. Mixing up a daily variety of music 24-7. Stand by. Streaming online at 4K1G.org. 4K1G 107.1 FM. Flagship destroyer boats are built for North Queensland conditions. Higher sides, wider and deeper. Built strong, built to last, built to fish. Flagship destroyer boats are only available at Townsville Marine. All powered by Yamaha Outboards with Yamaha Finance and Insurance. With models from the 435 Creek Boats to the mighty 730 Hardtop models and everything in between. There's a destroyer boat at Townsville Marine to suit your fishing. Destroyer boats, Yamaha. Townsville Marine. Station sponsor. Is your ute wearing protection? 
Speedliner is the world's toughest spray-on liner, providing strength and reliability for a wide range of applications. Speedline this, Speedline that. Extend the life of your U tray with Speedliner. Available now at Cool Cars and Customs. Station sponsor. Summer is coming. Is your car up to scratch or do you need to have your windows down? ALEC is offering free AC checks and quotes to make sure you're ready to handle this summer. If it's your car or your four-wheel drive, no job is too big or too small for ALEC. Search ALEC today and book your free aircon check today. Station sponsor. Did you know you can get paid to recycle your bottles and cans? Earn a bit of extra cash while helping to keep the environment clean? You can also choose to donate the money from your drink containers towards a charity or local sporting club to support your community. So bring in your empties and start making 10 cents per eligible bottle and can. Search containers for change or call 134242 to find a refund point near you. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. Time to head down to Airlie Beach and have a chat with Jack Nolsey. Nolan, how are you, Jack? Good, mate. How are you? Good, thanks. How are you going, mate? Did you have a big night? Um, had a couple of sneaky beers last night, mate, but I'm feeling pretty good this morning. You were up very early. He's mate. lying. <laughs> Marty says you're lying, mate. <laughs> no, I'm not too bad, actually. I was a bit dusty, but... Um, Did I wake I you up? A little bit of water. I'm good. No, I was up. I was up. Good stuff. Hey, mate, how are you enjoying the beautiful weather and surrounds of Queensland being a uh, old cockroach you were? Old cockroach, yeah. Look, it's not too bad, mate. It's not too bad. The, uh, the fishing's been pretty good up here lately, so... That um, you know, that helps with the with the heat. It does. Uh, Is it uh, warm as well. better than those? What you chase down south, snapper and soft species yeah. like that. Yeah. Well, as you know, I uh, sort of done my apprenticeship and went up north as a fishing guide. But um, yes, had that addiction for barra. You know, I can't can't get enough of them. So it's good to be able to chase a few around here, and you know, you get the reds and all sorts of stuff. It's good. GTs. Oh, yuck. Hey, when you went up to dip... When <laughs> so you, stick it up your butt, Gaz. Oh, no, Jack knows my thoughts of uh, GT. Hey, I'm fishing. with you on it. <laughs> when you went up yeah. to Dippery Lodge the first time, how much barra experience had you had? Um, I actually went... I actually, my first job was in the Kimberley. Yep. At a lodge in there. And I hadn't had a whole lot. I was kind of thrown in the deep end a bit. But um, the lodge I worked at was a bit more of a... Husband and wife kind of thing. Just take them out, catch a fish. Um, so I did gain a bit of bit of knowledge there before I went to Dippery, which is yep. more just sports. Whereabouts thing. in the Kimberley were you? Um, at a place called Kimberley Coastal Camp, which is in the Admiralty Gulf, yep. um, near Mitchell Plateau, kind of thing. Um, yeah, it's just a very remote. Who was that with? Not Greg. No, no, his name was Tubbs. Yeah. Oh, awesome! That's a nice area up through yeah. there. Yeah, it's amazing there. Absolutely where, stunning. So. Where did you come from to uh, to fish there? Where were you living when you went up the Kimberley? That's a that's a bit of a culture shock heading up in that neck of the woods. Yeah, it was a bit. Um, I'm from Bellingen. Yep. Down there in uh, New South Wales, God's country. Oh, but, well, you soon moved out of it. <laughs> 
Yeah, they just don't have the fish for me down there, mate. <laughs> no, you, mate. There's only so many whiting and snapper you can catch. <laughs> there is, mate. There is. And, mate, speaking of fish, that's why we're having a chat with you. You uh, went for a fish and did a bit of a YouTube video with Matt from Pelagic Pursuit fishing with the new uh, Nomad Squid Treks, and you just had a fat time. Yeah, we did. We done an overnighter, so we went out um, last weekend. Yep. We went out on Saturday morning, come back uh, Sunday other, which was yep. good. Um, and he had a bit of ground that he sort of went to, and he fished it before, and he just got smoked. And he wasn't sure if they were, you know, Chinamen or or what they were. He sort of had a feeling they might have been reds. Yep. Um, so we sort of went there a bit, bit, bit sort of heavier tackle, and um, yeah, it was just on for young and old. Really, we had a moon set at about. I think it was about 11 o'clock yes. kind of thing. Um, and it all just sort of, yeah, lined up for us. We um, pulled up there and, yeah, we got some really nice fish. A lot of, we got a couple of jobbies, um, a lot of big trout, some reds, um, a lot of Chinamen and stuff like that. But, yeah, no, it was a really good session. A session to remember for sure. Yeah, it looked good, mate. And how uh, how far out of Airlie or that, that, not exact spot, but what sort of distance did you, you guys want, do? You want the coordinates? Yes. I've got we, we still wouldn't go, but I've yes. Got, yeah, <laughs> no. No, I've got the coordinates no, that you've a... got tattooed on your ankle. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it was yeah. a bit of a run out early. Um, oh, sort of, I don't know, an hour and a half or so around yep. one of the reefs there just out the front. Yeah, see, and that's the difference, like an hour and a half. To, hour and a half of Townsville, you haven't hit the reef yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it, yeah. It's th- not too bad. You sort of get across the passage here and then you're around the islands and then, yeah, you're sort of not too far away. It's pretty good. Pretty what's what's that? Oh, sorry, guys. Yeah, go for it, mate. What's that contender like to fish out of, buddy? Oh, it's it's awesome. Yeah. Yep. Really good, especially for um, for casting. It's got a lot of room between the console and the bow of the boat. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, casting lures and, yeah, really nice. Nice boat running too. Like, we didn't have much bad weather, but, yeah. Yeah, nice, but sort of because of the length of it, it kind of stays on top of the sloppy stuff we have up here. Yeah, um, yeah, it's really nice. Beautiful it's just the fuel bill that gets you hay. Oh, especially running them big twin girls, I tell you, mate. Yeah. The money Guesty affords you, pays you, you could afford it. <laughs> yeah, that's right, mate. I'm rolling <laughs> in it. Mate, what you think of the Squid Treks, the the new Squid vibe from Nomad? Yeah, that was well, that was the first time I used them. Yeah, honest um, opinion, honest. Honest opinion, yeah, no, they, they're really good. Like, I've fished, um, fished the Nomad, um, the other vibes they have. Yep, yep. And these, I reckon these are just better in that deeper water. They sink faster, um, and just, I reckon they, you don't even have to really give them much action. You could probably almost just sit them in the rod holder, <laughs> um, and yeah, and they'd get eaten, I reckon. Can and, you uh, feel them vibe like a normal vibe? Yep, 100%, even at 60 metres. Wow. 60, 70 metres, yeah. <laughs> How good is that? What size, what size were you guys dropping, Jack? I think there's three or four so- different sizes. Four sizes. So yep. there's a 150, a 130, a 110, and a 95. Yep. Um, we were mostly fishing the 150 and the 130. Yep. Um, I think the 150, it's 128 grams. So that's... It's, it, and we had reasonably neat tides, so there wasn't much run. Um, so we sort of ended up fishing that 130 a bit more, just just to make it, you know, a bit more of a natural presentation, and and um, yeah, yeah, fish were just smoking them. Now, yeah. 
what's they come in a different a range of colours. What colour worked for you? Well, I ended up picking up the. There's an orange one. It's kind of like an orange with orange stripes and like the um, that like one. the little dory clownfish thing. Yeah, it swims. almost looks like a. It almost looks like a little red kind of that. Yep. With a couple of stripes on it. Um, that one just got smoked. I don't know what it was, but Shopsy was using a bit more of a natural coloured one. Yep. Um, but that orange one, for some reason, yeah, it was really good. It was a go. And assist hooks on them? Yep. Not trebles. Yep. No, nah, just with assist hooks. So just like your standard jigging hooks, I guess. Um, yep. And they're just sort of in the tentacles there. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I was really impressed with the hook rate, actually. Um, and and uh, when, they, when you get a bite and you don't hook him, he'll just come back for it straight away. Yeah. Yeah, were you were you worried, really worried about the assist and thinking of a treble, or you thought, no, nah, we'll give these a go and uh, no, they'll I, work all right? Yeah, I did think of running a... Um, they've got another toe point at the like the front of the yep. squid. I did think about running another, you know, tr- um, single or or something off that, but I didn't, didn't really need to. Hey, it was... It was pretty good. That is yeah. awesome. I noticed too that I may be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that you were using a um, an Oshia Shimano Oshia jigger. Yep. Yep. What size was that? Like in the fifteen hundred for that shallow water, yeah. or it was, was. How do you find them reels? And 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 with that, a lot of people ask, what jig rod do I go and buy? Because we put them under so much stress. What were you running? Um, what rod were you running? I've got a uh, Ocean's Legacy, I think it's P4. Yep. Um, I did buy that 1500 Ocean Jigger for jigging snapper down home. So right. It could be maybe on the light side of things when you sort of head out and chase those bigger reds and stuff. But you so, were still at home with an 83 centimetre red, no problem. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. You, you're right there. But um, if I was going to buy another one for doing this kind of stuff, I'd probably go the, I think they do a 200. Did they do do a two thousand size? Yep. Yeah, 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 two thousand. So, but how well does that fifteen hundred sit in the palm of your hand? It's just so comfortable. Oh yeah, yeah, it's super super light. You can fish with it all day. Yeah, um, I've got a couple, but I can't handle the T bar handle that they come with. So I changed it over just to a Gomexus round knob, which is so much more comfortable. Yeah, yeah, I've been yeah sort of thinking about doing that, but yep. it's good when you just want to swing off it. You can just you can grab it. You know. Fair enough. And get into them. Yeah, yeah. mate. Hey, uh, what else do you chase? Did you chase some GTs on with poppers? <laughs> Boring. Yeah. yeah, we did, guys. Yeah. You, uh, would been, you would have been stoked out there, mate. Mate, I would have been we, asleep um, down the boat. Gary would have been boat. torn out of the hole. <laughs> you just see little guys whoosh, hey, <laughs> skipping across the surface like a balloon. <laughs> <laughs> we um, Yeah, we got up on the flats there on the... Saturday Arvo, we're going into our anchorage and we just done a bit of a drift along there and yeah, we got some, some GTs and a couple of trout. Um, it was really good fishing with Schultes, like switched on and he sort of <laughs> we pulled into on this flat and he goes oh, they'll be over there and um, we had the other boys with us, yep. my housemates that were in another boat. Oh, you could see in the one of the shots a boat in the distance. Yeah, yeah, and one of them had never caught a topwater GT, you know and Schultes sort of said, oh, I'll go over there and you'll get one and we hadn't even set up. We were still, you know, idling in, and they're hooked up, double hookups, pack attacks, and yeah, it was, oh, it nice. was a bit of fun there in the Arvo. Yeah, mate, it was uh, it was an awesome uh, footage that mm. you guys did. On when are you going to go to Faust with him? 
Oh, well, my mate went out there uh, the other day and he said the weed hadn't, hasn't grown yet. Sort yep. of for that thigh casting kind of thing. If yep. It hasn't grown. All the weed's sort of still in about four or five metres of water. Oh, yeah. Yeah, once that, once that weed grows, it should be good out there. Different. Out there. And do you guys, is it like a, a big sort of group with you guys, like, say, Bolsey and yourself and then Maddie and, and so forth? I don't think Mick from Mick's Gone Fishing has got uh, much to do with it, but are you all sort of working together? Yeah, yeah, we're sort of... Um, yeah, sort of hang out with a few of those fellas now, which is good. And, yep. Um, yeah, Bowley's a good fella. He's switched on with a barrel. Yeah, he's it. feeling better now after his little bit of illness. <sighs> yeah, he's in fine form. Don't worry about that. We were having <laughs> a couple of beers last night, and we ended up at Magnum's down on the main street there. And Yeah, yeah he, he was, um, he's, he's good now. He's come good. Yeah. So, we're going to have um, him on I the show. I... Um, I um, contacted him and, uh, and asked if he was keen. He gave me the third degree for how long? What do you want to talk about? And I'm like, oh. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't. Yeah, this might be pay. too much harder work for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah, when you talk to him, just say, "Look, I'm on the show all the time. They're good lads. You'll enjoy it." Yeah. And it's you know what? It's it's a free plug for him. You're crazy not to. Yeah, that's for sure. Especially I'll since he's gone next level with the YouTube inside of things now. Yeah, you know, he's gone full-time. And, yeah, um, all publicity's good publicity. Have a talk to Matt for Gary and I too and see if he'd be interested in having a chat to us. Yeah, right, I'll get them all on. Yeah, bloody oath. No, that'll be... <laughs> hey, when's your next uh, expedition with Guesty? Um, <clears throat> he was going to come up the other... Just when that cyclone was coming past and yep. we sort of canned it. Um, but he's coming up in March. Yeah. yeah. yeah the, Don't worry uh, about getting uh, Guesty on. We've had it with him now. We've done his... Who? With Guesty. Who? We don't need Guesty we, no more. Mate, we had, <laughs> we had Dom on last week. That's how desperate we're getting. Dom Dom Thornley. Oh, Dom. What did you talk about? Cricket. Uh, cricket. Cricket. <laughs> yeah. No, we talked about he's just had a bit of a session on the Black Marlin, so we went all right, and Dom went very well, mate. Yeah, no, yeah, they have been getting quite a few down there. It's been a pretty good run this year down the East Coast. So oh, it's been fun. excellent, mate. I've been seeing some of the reports the boys are putting up, and there's a dude down there fishing solo out of a um, centre console. I think in the last four days he's tagged 39 by himself or something like that. It's an amazing run they're having down south. Yeah, 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 it has been like that. Me, um, I've, yeah, a few of my mates down there, they're getting them out of tinnies and, you know, yeah, it's been good. A lot of bait this time, this year, I think. Yep. Uh, it's all, you know, to do with that bait, where that de- where that bait is on the shelf or if it's enclosed. Yep. And, yeah, no. It's, well, it's this year, Jack, we'll, we'll, we'll get you up here, mate, when they, uh, when they turn up and I'll take you for eight hours of driving around doing nothing for ten minutes of excitement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that, Gaz. Yeah, I'll give you a yell. Well, all right, Doesn't mate. it sound exciting? Jack. So I'm like, guys, take me out marlin fishing, not. I'd take no. Me and Jack are going to go for a marlin fish. He's going to come up, and we'll go out. And you know out. what you boys are like when you get bored in the boat? Chinwag. Oh yeah. He's only a young yeah. fella. He goes yeah. all right. <laughs> yeah. Although I think I outfished you and Guesty last year, mate. Just oh, that we had to let you. You know, we let you because we weren't sure if you were going to come back on the show. So we thought, oh, we better let him catch a couple. <laughs> I'll never get an invite again. Hey, mate, we'll let you get back into it. Appreciate your time, Jack. Too easy, fellas. Thanks for the chat. Hey, mate, and we look forward to catching up with you in the studio or on the phone again. We'll keep in touch. Sounds good, mate. Go get some water in you, buddy. (laughs) Go and recover, mate. Water and Panadol. (laughs) Good on you, Nolsey. Righto.
See you, fellas. See you, mate. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. There's a Jack Nolsey Nolan. Anyone, He's a good sport, isn't he? He's a good lad, Jack. Anyone who uh, interested, jump on YouTube and put in Pelagic Pursuit, and you'll see uh, Matt and, and Jack fishing, and anyone on Instagram, put in Nolsey. For sure. I don't know, Matt, um, but for my money, he, he's got the best produced um, videos. Puts a lot of effort into it. His filming is insane. His, um, you know, the camera work and so forth, very, very clever sort of stuff. And um, I've never seen surface videos produced like he does um, in Faust and Mate, so forth when we're talking yes. about that weed there. Yeah. There's a 15, 20-minute YouTube. Look it up and where they're using topwater frogs, flies, etc. and um, it's next level. It is. Mate, it was – the good thing about it, and, and I've – done a couple of trips to Faust over the last 12 months or more and actually mm. managed to catch fish, which is something which I really struggled at Faust with, to be honest. Mm. And I stopped... Well, you struggle everywhere, I guys. do. I, I stopped... Yeah. I stopped. Fish, Let's be honest. I stopped fishing um, Faust when it was really... You remember that? There was mm. a period where it was just so hard and then the weed thing kicked in. Yeah. And then I started... I thought, oh... You get hungry again, don't you? You did, mate. I said to Colin, we'll go to Faust and... Uh, and we, I watched the YouTube stuff and, and put in Faust and up come Pelagic Pursuit stuff and watching that surface action. Yes. And, and it, it it was a total 100% turnaround from how I used to fish Faust. Yeah, yeah. A, hun a total different way of fishing Faust. Like I used to And do, way more exciting. Yes. I, I used to just be the standard, just drift amongst the trees, throwing mm. lures at the trees or trolling. Yeah. And then when you see that surface sight fishing for them, you go, let's try this. And when, mm. when we got out onto those weed beds for the very first time and we're just motoring around looking and Kayleen goes, There's is one. that a tail over there? And, and you go, yeah. And then you lob a soft plastic just next to it and it turns around and has a crack at it. You go, hello. Oh. Even though it's... You're not getting like we didn't get twenty. But you need to do what them boys do with your boat because you're so deep down. Put an air ski up there and stand on it, I'll man. Fish off Kayleen's shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> you still Turn won't around. have enough height, mate. <laughs> Turn around. No, that's if Kayleen's on my shoulders. Um, so, so it brung a whole new um, way of fishing there. Like we didn't get the thirty bites or twenty bites yep. that, that these guys may get. I don't know how many bites they get because you only see the bites. In oh, of course video. you don't know the timing. Yeah. So, Sometimes there's different shirts and a different looking sky. Yeah. But we went we actually um, went there and and spent not the whole day like we used to do, hmm. three hours in the morning, go back, have a feed, have a camp. Yep. Afternoon, back we go. Yeah. And it was so, so good to hmm. to Swim a soft plastic frog across the weeds and, yeah. and do explode out of it. Well, as we get older, it, 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 and let's be honest, it gets harder and harder to do a whole day in the boat in, in our summer. It oh, is. It's, it's hard work. Yeah. So we need to epitomise the best times and, and, and do the best range of fishing to you know maximise our chances. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. No, no. You know, so. At least, Faust, you can jump in when it's too hot. Yeah, bloody oath. Oh, I did yeah, last. The, like the Prossy River, we don't do that no more. Well, the tide took takes you away from the boat. Let's go to a song and an ad break. And when we come back, um, what we might cover, mm -hmm. um, Jack talking about um, not much action with the vibes. Yeah. So we'll just talk about um, yeah. what action we put our yeah. vibes through for different species. Now, yeah, and the show got another um, thing for gimmick. 
um, yes. fishing gimmicks. And uh, if Reese Bullimore hadn't offended enough people in the fishing world, Reese said Etex. <laughs> that's that's oh, that's Reece. his gimmick. <laughs> I was going to say no. <laughs> Morning, Reese. Morning, Reese. Let's go to a song and an ad break, and when we come back, some people's Etex have. Brilliant. Never had a drama with them. Mate, so let's clear that up. There's some people whose Yamaha, Suzuki, Honda, Mercury, Parson. Have Parson. I, I, How's I, your Johnson? Is it working all right? Mate, it's full 200 horsepower at the moment. <laughs> full throttle, my Johnson. <laughs> Is it still blowing smoke? <laughs> that's not from the out. That's not from me, Johnson. <laughs> Let's go to a song at that Quick. <laughs> when we return, we'll talk about... Just hit the button, guys. I've got it, Marty. <laughs> Yeah. 
With the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Everything you need to keep your car driving well and looking great, you'll find it at Cheaper Auto Spares. Performance parts, tools and accessories, spare parts and the best prices in town. Cheaper Auto Spares, locally owned and operated in the big black and yellow building, Ingham Road, Calvert. Station sponsor. When you're a builder and your father and grandfather were builders before you, it's definitely in your blood. Homes by DJ Jones brings that experience and passion to every home. Homes by DJ Jones build quality homes at a true turnkey price with no hidden extras. If you're looking for peace of mind when you build, see their new display home at Harris Crossing featuring the new Tesla Powerwall. Homes by DJ Jones. Your home, your future, their reputation. Station sponsor. Hey Cedric, your boat looks really flash now you've had it wrapped. Yeah, that's Kai Sign Mob. They are top fellas when it comes to doing that boat wraps. You know, they had so many daily designs to choose from. Now my boat's wrapped. I'm wrapped. My missus, she's wrapped. Maybe you should write a rap song about Kai Signs. Now that's a rap. Too right. Wanna know more? Go to marinegraphicsinc.com or call Kai at Kai Signs on 0418 199 Station sponsor. You know, made a years ago, when it comes to saving us mobs some bucks, and ever since they delivered my new dual cab ute, I can now truly say that I've been everywhere, man. Need a new car or truck? You should go with Motorco. Bowen Road, Ross Lee, station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. Don't forget uh, during the ads and song breaks to jump on the phones. We'll eventually get to you to get yourself a bingo number. We will. Sorry, guys. Awesome prizes today. We have a $30 wild local prawn voucher. We have a motor marine bag of goodies. Yeah, yeah, some good stuff in there. We have a Port of Townsville bag. Yes. We have another bag with a... uh, Fibre finish lure holder, and yeah. I think there's some red in there, and some eagle claw hooks. And Beautiful. Uh, and I think, I think. Oh, slide on over, guys. It also, whoops. Oh. It also has the hooked apparel rod sleeve and buff. And if you're chasing uh, some shirts, some vibes, vibe boxes, mm. jump online. Hooked apparel, morning yeah. Ryan and Brett. Uh, the boys have got some good stuff on their stuff. And if you're up around the Cairns area and around the mm. markets on the weekend, keep an eye out for the hooked apparel. Yeah. Um, Look, it's a hard gig doing them little fishing offside projects. Some fail. Some some do well. Um, like a guy that I was working with, um, Greg Wright, he was yes. a brilliant guy, loveliest man in the world, probably a little bit too lovely for yeah. such a cynical industry um but we gave it a red hot crack and he'd done very well for many years but it just it wears you down um to the point where it nearly it, it because he was obviously a minor as well, well was he only a kid <laughs> <laughs> and uh and speaking of minors it's an incredibly sad yes. story so um yeah, our hearts uh, go out we, to them some, boys and families some of our listeners uh, actually work out there so yeah for sure it's heartbreaking i was so sad to hear know that. who you are and uh, we know who you are also so yep. uh, 
uh, sending uh, our thoughts to you guys. And yeah, on a, that's else. a very serious note. But um, yeah, so um, and it didn't work. Uh, it, it worked for Greg, yeah. but it wears you down very quick. The way we made our money was through the shows. You know, the big boys' toy shows yeah. and them sort of things. And, and it, you make an absolute fortune on them weekends. And um, I loved it. I was a lot younger then. And, um, like, because, uh, like, doing the Brisbane shows and everything were really big. And, obviously, you set up right beside – I remember one year was set up beside um, – it wasn't Simon, but it was Jason and – It must have been – Yeah, yeah, Righto. And, uh, and Boy, don't they like each other now? No, but Rodo was definitely the, the extrovert. Yeah. Jason was the, um, if you want to talk, I'm going to need a little bit of money off you. Yeah. And no, probably should. But I, yeah, and that's just the way it was. For, and we were right beside them. But they were exciting. And, and whatever they spruiked about, you know, people brought. Yeah. And even to this day, they're fantastic. And he was actually doing a cooking segment. He can cook that boy. Jace. Jace, yeah, yeah. He's so bloody, you, the, the smell was going through the whole. Because think of it like um, um, you're inside this big giant shed and everything. And I remember there was this guy, um, what was he called? All Oz Tackle. All Oz Tackle. Very loud. And he was like, he was a Muslim or something. So All Oz Tackle was a very loose play on words. But he would, um, while people were on stage and trying to promote or talk about, because we had Starlo was yep. up on stage at this one's time. Starlo was talking about barotactics and whatever. And this guy is trying to roust people up to come into his shop to buy, you know, as they do. Yeah. But Spruker. he was uh, spruiking, but he was uh, spruiking louder than what Starlo was on stage. And Starlo put up with it for so long until very, very directly, but in a fun way, went, Oi, buddy. Do your thing after I've done. And people were like, thank God. Yeah. You know, and we're like that. Because, you know, you're there and you, feel, you you like to listen to what people have to say and you couldn't hear a thing because this um this gentleman. Oh, they get on your nerves. Oh, mate. It was you, just so, you know, and um, like um, uh, we would put up a, a sales sign for a certain hour. You'd put up now these Nobi rods or Nobi lures are yep. at this price. And then if he had the same product that we'd have, next minute his sign would go out at five dollars cheaper, and we're like, okay, okay we're going to play this game. But yeah. he has a lot. Greg has a lot more money when this, this fellow does. So Greg was quite happy to play the game yeah. <laughs> until his signs kept stop coming out. You do it, we'll do it. They should put all the spruikers down the far end. Yeah, you got to have a little bit of class. Because remember, at the one they used to have at the race course, mm. they had the bloke who used to sell the prawn peeler. On one side... Prawn peeler? That yeah. sounds like a fishing gimmick. No, no, it's a it's a gimmick. But he used to make it look so easy of getting the meat out of a prawn with this little bit of plastic... Really? With a little hook on Never it. Never heard of it. Yeah, so he had the prawn peeler. Right. And then across from him was the man with the magic sponge that soaked up a thousand gallons and didn't drip. Oh, and they're spru... Did they have little microphones yes. on? Yeah, so you'd have the prawn peeler going... <laughs> and then old mate with the magic sponge. But if you bought one magic sponge, you not only get the magic sponge, you also get the magic sponge bucket, but that's not all. You're kidding. I'll give you two for the price of one. I just used to be in amazement watching these spruces. Did you ever buy one? No. 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 But I, I was working for Hazard because Peter Hazard had the – pro tackle stand there many yeah. years ago and i did manage to bludge two free prawn peelers out of the well life. there you if anyone's going to do it 
Gary Power said there's you. You and, know what? Yeah. And I could not get them to... I could, how that bloke made it look yep. is not how I made it look. No. So Prawn ended up looking so I, like a yeah, I went squid. Back, I went back to the normal way of peeling prawns. What, by hand? Yeah, just like the pop rest his of head human, off, rip his mankind. tail off, crack him up. Yeah. yeah. You know what um, uh, uh, isn't a gimmick? And for my money, they're the best knife sharpener on the market. The clever knife sharpener. The suction pad you put on the fridge. That sharpener is, I'm not sure if it's any good for your blades, but that is the quickest, best knife sharpener on the market. Have you got one? I've got like four. Did you buy it off TV? No, I bought it from the uh, the TV shop over there at Castletown. <laughs> what else did you buy? Not the drill bit so you can drill through everything. There's some good stuff. We brought the bamboo pillow. I like the bamboo pillow. And and have we brought Did you a get bit your of banjo minnows? No, but there was fishing gear there. Gimme was... I'll have to call in there next time. Is that shop still in Castle? I don't know if it is, but uh, last time Beck brought me a clever sharpener because they do wear down after a couple of years. It was in one of them little square cubicle shops yes. at Easter time or whatever, and she brought me one there. But they kick ass. They are so good. You know, like I don't know how the butchers do it with their. With the, I can do a steel. Yeah, I can't do a steel. I can do. There's definitely an art to that. I can do that for ten minutes and touch the blade and it's gone blunt. But, yeah. but um, so as far as a knife sharpener goes, the clever sharp kicks butt. Perfect for you, mate. We were speaking before the the Adam yes. Song. Talk to me. Um, Jack was saying about the squid tricks vibe that you could possibly just put it in a rod holder and let it sit there and mm. you'll still get the bites, which then leads me to think. Different species, like if you're chasing finger marker, if you're chasing barras, are different techniques with the vibes. Um, if you're chasing the finger mark out on the shoals and stuff like that, um, I tend to do very short Me too. rips. Because what I found with big, long, high rips yep. is the, the little mackerel. The pelagics. The pelagics snip. If you're lifting it... 10 foot off the mm. bottom and ripping it, um, tend to find those little mackerel snippy yeah. vibes off. And it's a hard art to perfect. You always want to jig it because you're trying yeah. to feel the jig. And sometimes when you're doing them short little hops, the lure doesn't actually get time to kick into its vibe. But that doesn't matter. As long as that vibe, it's all about, it's not really about the vibe, it's about how it floats back down, like yes. gimps. That's why gimps work so well, because gimps, you have to tear your arm out of the socket to feel anything, but it's the way they glide back down. Think of it like a leaf falling from the tree on a light breeze day. That's They fall on that sloping edge, and that's yeah. what ignites the bite. Exactly the same as a good quality vibe. They don't have to be good quality. No, I shouldn't say Any that. Vibe Any vibe. You don't have to get it to vibe. You don't have to get to feel that brr. And the way you feel that brr is if you lift the rod a lot higher. You just have to trust that the vibe's doing its work by sinking back down on that float. So don't try and feel that vibe. Just in small little hops. And you've got to teach yourself. And you teach yourself yeah. by watching the rod tip. If you're watching your rod tip go above your head, you know that you're lifting that lure four or five foot off the bottom. It's too much. Yeah. And it's not, you know, sometimes you need to do that. Sometimes you need that... Impulse bite, yep. to, the, the, the ignition bite or reaction bite, whatever yep. you want to call it, just like speeding the frog across the surface. That's what that's doing. But for the most part, for mine, when I'm chasing my barrows and I'm chasing my finger marks and stuff, it's just little small hops. You know? yeah. And it's funny because I was thinking with, with, with the rod holder where he said he put it in the rod holder, you'll remember a few years ago, and they didn't hit 
hit any heights like they should have, the lieutenant jig from shimano um when you look at them they look fantastic they've got these and they had yeah. they weren't made out of rubber but like a skirted material for their for the tentacles yep. and so forth and a lot of people found success having a bite to eat at lunchtime stick it in the rod holder and the mo- motion of the waves was enough for a red to come along and eat it um like i say they didn't reach it, yeah. it wasn't a popular thing um like a, a tackle stop will, shop will have a couple on the market for those die hard fans but they, they you know and you've got some and i've got some but it's not something that i would put on and then something like a a, a gulp a gulp prawn gulp shrimp from berkeley um like Reese fishes in them most of them the bites are when they're sitting on the bottom Bait. doing nothing gimmick. well is yeah. that a gimmick no no, they, work. they bloody work big time, and um, and the amount of people that have thrown a, a gulp bait out, gulp shrimp, and it's just sat on the bottom, and they've gone to get a beer out of the esky hold, and they're rolling the next minute, crack, yeah, and the barrows come along and woofed it. So there's a thing, you know, there's um, a lot of out of the box fishing techniques, isn't there? And you just got to have confidence in what you're doing. And the problem yeah. that someone like you and I have got is we don't have the time. Yeah. You know, if, if fishing's your living, if fishing's your life, you've got all the time in the world to try all of these different techniques. Whereas when you and I go fishing, we want to epitomise what we know works and, and we're, we're reluctant to do other stuff because we don't know if it works and we haven't got the time, yeah, if that makes sense. It's an interesting thing because I was, I was talking to Kayleen last night. We were watching, I think I was watching Jack or one of those. Um, and... I was saying this year, if we get some really good weather, mm. um, want to go out the shoals or out mm. the reef or wherever and try some um, slow sink jigging. Mm. Have you got a jigging ever? You don't, no. do you? No. I'm just going to use my barra outfit. I know, because you are a tight ass, Gary Powers. I'm just going to... You, you, you wouldn't fathom being able to go into a tackle store and buy an, an Osea jig, for instance, and, a, no. and a no. Ocean's Legacy rod. I've got a Jarvis Walker Black Queen... And my Daiwa Diamond Reel from when I was 10. I can't even take you seriously now. Um, no, I've, I've sort of seen a lot of the, the guys slow jigging for reds and trout mm. um, and thought, I want to have a crack at that. It's good fun. And uh, so we're hoping this year we get some um, decent weather where you can... It's uh, not a bad idea to do it as a double boat trip. Well, you know, out of Lucinda and places like yeah, that. Yeah, that's a lot safer. It, it's pretty close and, and stuff like that. Speaking of Lucinda, M uh, last day looking after Charles uh, today. So we've got no M, but uh, if you're looking at Easter or places like that, they're booked. But um, jump on the phones and put yourself on the waiting list for the Lucinda Fishing Lodge. M will be back on next week, so we'll have a good chat with him. But, yeah, mate, I, I want to try and do that a bit more blue water yeah, why um, not? Type fishing because we do get not stuck in a rut, I suppose, because I still really enjoy throwing lures around the creeks and stuff like that. But when the weather's good, it's nice to say, hey, let's head out the shoals or let's head out the back of the island or let's and see if we can jig up some reds on soft plastics or mm. vibes or or stuff like that. So, so mm. just a, something different. But getting back to, to your vibe fishing, like with your, with your raising it, and, and dropping it not as high, um, you're dead right. But we tend to get carried away with wanting to try and feel that vibe 
working. Yeah, yeah. Um, but when you you look at something like the gimp, you can't feel the gimp no. banging. But the the how successful that is, yeah, of with its glide and the way it works through the water. Think of it like a one of our Akita shrimps, our samaki vibes, uh, samaki shrimps. There's no vibe that you can feel with that. You just have to trust the fact that it looks like a prawn. Yeah. It glides like a prawn. It's doing its job. Same as a vibe, really, isn't it? It is. And one thing, um, like sitting, I remember out the back of Sally there one day on a bait school and I dropped a vibe down. And then all of a sudden, mm. that line started peeling and peeling off the, off yeah. the reel. And I went, hey. So I clicked it in the gear. It was a nice finger mark. But, yeah, you've got to be wary of the drop as well. Oh, definitely. You have to stay in contact with it. And that's where using the bait caster for the vibe in that situation is a lot easier than and i enjoy using spin especially for yep. vibing but you tend to miss them strikes so you've got to keep your finger very lightly on the spool and just if something moves quicker either flick that bail arm over or just for a second put some tension on that spool to get the hook up and then you can flick the bail arm over yeah. mate so, it's a it's a great way of fishing is i tell you what is really cool with soft plastic tell me um, is when you cast a soft plastic out and you're either bouncing it back to yourself and you've got a bit of belly in your line and you see that line Love tighten it. up because you know something's just hit that. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes miss it because it's soft line, but uh, mm. but it is good fun. Let's go to a song and an ad break, and no. when we come back, we'll uh, talk more and about... And we should mention that before we do go, and there's something for our listeners to think about, like... You have to have that lighter outfit on board. It, it's a huge, huge thing. Like when when we go barrow fishing, when I go barrow fishing, I've always got twenty pound, thirty pound. Yep. Always. But now, I've always got like a, a six pound or a ten pound outfit with a twenty pound mono. If they're there and you're not getting in, and you're not getting the bite, you gotta throw that out. You will entice that bite then. Sometimes they are that finicky. All day you can be throwing 30 pound with a 60 pound, 40 pound leader, and then you change over and you throw out a 4, 6, or 10 pound light braid with a 20 pound fluorocarbon leader and crack. You get the bite. Once you've hooked up, then you can worry. Yeah. What about uh, if you're throwing 30 pound braid with 20 pound leader? You can do that if you want, but it defeats the. Good question. Good question. Are but, they seeing the braid or are they seeing the leader? When well, finished? no, everything reacts differently because the yeah. braid reacts differently in the water because it's even though it's still like a carrier braid these days is next to nothing, it's a razor blade, it still reacts differently to fr- dropping down a four-pound or a six-pound yeah. braid. It's Everything works differently in the water and your leader won't do the same as what it's doing with a 30 pound as what it is with a 60 pound or 40 pound as what it is with a 20 pound. 20 pound fluorocarbon, if you could buy a quality one, doesn't have to be fluorocarbon, it can be mono, is incredibly fine. And like if the barrows are shy anyway, nine times out of ten that barrow's not going to woof it down its throat. If, look, if it woofs it down its throat and you get it in the gill rake, as chances are if it's a good barrow it's going to wear through. Yeah. All right, let's be honest there. But if they're finicky in the first place, most of the time you're going to crack them on the outside of their face cheek yep. or you're going to get them in that perfect right in the corner of the jaw area and then your leader doesn't play a part no more as long as it, you, you fight underneath its breaking strain, which you will be doing anyway if you're fighting with a, yeah. a lighter line. But just do yourselves a favour, as Molly says, Get yourself a good quality lighter outfit just to have there. You don't have to use it, but when they're on your imaging, when you're sighting them, when they're swimming around in the shallows and you're throwing your normal stuff at them, you're not getting a touch, why not? Yeah, guys, why not? 
Speaking of guys who uh, who fish very well with with vibes, Chris Wilcox. Yes. Chris Connor and Luke are uh, have mastered it down to an awesome art. Chris just sent me a text. He said it's also of the way you let the vibe into the water, not just a big cast and let it plop. Yeah, yeah. Like a belly flop. So what's Chris saying with Chris that? Chris says try and get them to enter the water like a perfect 10, like a Chinese diver. No splash. Try and get them as neat as you can into the water. Yeah, yeah. Not, Makes sense. Not like me diving off a high dive board, hmm. um, someone who knows what they're doing. So good point there, Chris, and those boys. Yeah, get it right from the start. And you know lads, when it lands like yeah. that. You know, sometimes your, your lure lands and you just go, oh, you watch, that's going to be tangled or whatever. Yeah. So he makes he makes good sense yeah, there. Yeah, and the, and the boys fish very well with their vibes. They do a very good. We'll have to, uh, when he's not working one weekend. Well, I've got, a, I've got, got an Chris episode in. coming up where you're away March what? 25th, I'm in Sydney. March 25th, you're in Sydney. So I've got an opening there, so I might give Chris a call, see if he wants to pop on in and say good day. Um, and then on the Easter show, which you're away on, I'm going to get uh, BCT Lewis. Yes. And I'm going to have Nighty in. Nighty yep, works cool. a lot. And we're just going to do a nice, easy show that Chris, way. Chris, if you and the boys are free on the 25th of March, Marty will give you a yell and uh, hopefully yeah, yeah, you can come in. Yeah. That'd be really cool. Let's go to a song and an ad break. And when we come back, we'll uh, talk more vibe fishing because there's different styles mm. and different sizes. So uh, we'll have a little crack at that. Groovy. Like a 
Community Radio 4K1G FM 107.1 every Monday for Island Voices from 6 to 8 p.m. with Therese Cowley. Only on your two daily radio station 4K1G FM 107.1. in and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. Are you into spearfishing? Tackle World Townsville has the biggest range of spearfishing gear in town with all the big name brands like Rob Allen, Cressy, Torelli and heaps more. And we'll repair and service your gear. Tackle World on the Ingham Road has it all. See Sponsor. Time to get styled up with a new car or four-wheel drive from Motorco on Bowen Road. If you want a ute or need more seats for biggest mob, then you should go with Motorco. Great warranty and up-to-sale service. Motorco can deliver to Palm Island and other remote communities. Motorco, station sponsor. Two things happened in 1995. The charge of the North Queensland Cowboys and the charge of North Queensland Batteries. 27 years later and NQ Batteries are still charging in Townsville. Now providing Victron solar and recreational systems for campus and 4x4s. For all your battery needs, back the local team and search North Queensland Batteries. See their new showroom, 177 Ingham Road. Station Sponsor. Is your ute wearing protection? Speedliner is the world's toughest spray-on liner, providing strength and reliability for a wide range of applications. Speedline this, speedline that. Extend the life of your ute tray with Speedliner. Available now at Cool Cars and Customs. Station sponsor. When you're a builder and your father and grandfather were builders before you, it's definitely in your blood. Homes by DJ Jones brings that experience and passion to every home. Homes by DJ Jones build quality homes at a true turnkey price with no hidden extras. If you're looking for peace of mind when you build, see their new display home at Harris Crossing featuring the new Tesla Powerwall. Homes by DJ Jones. Your home, your future, their reputation. Station sponsor. You're looking for a deadly deal on a used car or four-wheel drive? Then get styled up in your new rig from Motorco. Motorco always looking after our mob with great pricing, proper good after-sale service, and all our vehicles come with warranty. Too right? Why go anywhere else? Motorco, Bowen Road, Rossley, station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. Flying along, we're into our last hour. We are. And we were just mentioning before you went uh, to air, you said we, we, we know of people who are who has refined this art, who know what they're doing. And um, we just uh, had a call from Brett Ruck, and um, he said, look, the single most important thing when he takes anyone new out who hasn't caught a finger mark is to have the short lifts, the short yes. hops. No more than 500 mil. So, and it's it, that, that's what you need to learn. You've got to 
get that into your brain and you'll know just watch your rod you'll know if you're lifting it too hard, hard yeah. far once that tension comes up he said the same thing with barra do it with barra and um like rocky now he's just sort of like um he's refined it he's got some pretty cool spots which yeah, he needs stole to, all mine yeah i don't think he did but um yeah he's sort of um got some cool areas where there's some good fish still goes remember we mentioned there a few weeks ago how everyone now jumps all over these new fandangled things and everything and uh, we've forgotten about the seven inch jerk shad or the the squid vicious and so forth all these things that were kicking ass and then all this new stuff come in and we all got caught up in that whereas rocky's gone like "Er, no it's not broke so i'm not going to fix it and still kick some goals with him and it's funny like he's like and I'm hoping I'm not giving too much away there, but he doesn't use vibes very often for finger mark unless there's herring because yep. the vibe is herring. So yeah. somewhere like uh, the channel, for instance, is loaded with herring. So he'd use a vibe there. But anywhere else, like you're fishing a wreck off palms, it's not going to be loaded with herring, is it? So the vibe doesn't come into its own but there. You're still going to get fish, but he, no, yeah, that's but, not what he concentrates on. But you touched on an on a awesome point. Um, about we, we all jump onto the newest thing, which is the way it goes, else new things wouldn't sell. Mm. But five or six, seven years ago, Squid Vicious was the greatest soft plastic yeah. that, that ever walked the earth. Still is. Still is. But Still so is. much has come after it. But so much that we sort of forget. Oh, this is new. It's got to be the bang. Like I've got my Squid Vicious packs in the shed, mm. but that's where they stay when I go out because the latest and greatest... Is there. So, yep, yeah, we, we get caught up. We get caught up. And that's where it brings us to, um, like we're talking about vibes, and there's so many different styles. There's thumper tails, there's fork tails, there's no tails. Yep. There's one hook, there's two hook. There's big, there's small, there's massive now, hmm. huge vibes. Um, and it just get, comes back to, to what you were just saying about Rocky with the herring and stuff like that. Yeah. If you can see what bait's there try and, and, and drop it down to that, that size or yeah yeah matching the hatch like you might be dropping a small vibe on a wreck hmm. because the the greenbacks are there and they're only 50 mil long yeah um so yeah it's it's an interesting thought but it's funny because you like let's say i'm at benji and so forth and we've spoken about this before everyone goes on about matching the hatch match the hatch yep. match the hatch match sometimes you got to do complete opposite like if they're eating prawns in a in a drain right we're, we're up at Benjo or the con, wherever you want to be, and there's Barra Buffin, boom, 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 and they're eating small prawns, small krill, and you match that. You grab out a small little shrimp and whatever, and you're still not getting the bite, still not happening. Go complete opposite. Grab an oversized bomber, B-52, Thunderstick, crankbait, whatever you want. Yep. Grab something completely different. I mean, if they're not eating the hatch, then don't match it. You know, don't get caught up in matching the hatch because you put a big giant yellow bloody stick right through the middle of all of these krill or shrimp or whatever you want to call them. Next minute, crack. You see this big silver slab come over, your lure's disappeared, you're on points on the board. So, yeah, it's an interesting Yeah, don't thing. always get caught up with matching the hatch because the first thing I'll do is match the hatch because that's fishing, that's, that's um, learnt behaviour, and that's the right thing to do. But if the right thing to do is not working, what do you do? Something yeah. completely different. Out Go the complete opposite. opposite. Yeah, and with your like shoal fishing for reds and stuff like that, and with your sounder these days, if the reds are sitting 20 foot off the bottom, it's no use dropping your 
vibe all the way to the bottom. No. Just keep it in that strike zone as Watch your as you sounder. And, and still only short lifts. Um, yeah, as you said, a big lift's going to work at, at some stage, but mm. just short little and just keep that line tight. Try and keep that line tight. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's an, And that's why I want to have a crack with jigs, like metal jigs. Like we've all dropped bumper bars and stuff like that over the years mm. for mackerel and trevally and stuff like that. Yeah. But, but whole new different ball game now with with trout and, and stuff like even, that. Even with um, chopper. The jigs. Yeah. You see, and I don't know if it works in our areas here, but why wouldn't it? It's got a, it seems like a fairly easy way to fish. Uh, I don't think a jig is a jig. They all look the same, but I think there's slight curvature differences that makes one better than the next. Why am I paying $15 for this jig and why am I paying $3.80 for this jig? I think there's subtleties. It might be with the assist hooks, the quality of them, because they're not cheap. You buy proper ones, you're going to pay for it. That's why my bag of mine are probably metal slices not jigs i suppose mine are the raiders and and well, stuff like that that's not what i'd be dropping because no. that, that's what you drop for spaniards and yeah. i might have that wrong i i don't know but the when we were fishing with those lures was when we were in the game fishing days fishing mm. four six kilo line where we would find a bait school and drop them down and catch your mackerel and your trevally and for sure and if that's what you're chasing they're the right but, jigs but never a trout or already no so but it, the jigs that they're doing that with are completely different different yeah, yeah they're raiders um there was uh, spaniard spaniards. Oh, spaniard jigs you'd even drop the the bumper timmy stordinger's bar bumper bars there was a myriad of like I've of got, different jigs on the market i've got probably the 50, slices we call 50 them 50 of them yeah. But I don't think they're the slow sink type jigs that everyone's using now. Remember so. the days you'd have 400 little baby bullet slices on board because if you saw a tuna school, you'd pull up. And now I'm like, I will do the biggest circle around them to get away from them. Yeah. Well, <laughs> just, I like, yeah. if I've got the missile on the board, if I've got someone new on board who's never felt, because whether it be yeah. a Northern Blue or a Dodgy Mac tuna, they're good fun. Yeah. You know, but I don't want to waste half an hour watching someone fight one of them when I could be on the prime ground chasing a chopper or a trouty or a mungie or something like that. I know. Like, I was talking to a guy the other week and he'd caught some dog tooth. Dog tooth? Dog tooth tuna. And <laughs> That's a different... And I said, because remember 10 years ago, the big knife jigs were the rage. Yes. I said, oh, I use a knife jigs. No. What are they using? Heavier, slow sink. Yeah, New jigs. which is a way cheaper, cheaper option. Yeah, so the big, long knife jigs have also dropped away mm. um, and replaced by this slow sink. Different curves, different angles on yeah. them. Um, so it's it's a really interesting... Have you ever got a dog tooth? I no, haven't. I haven't ever, no, I haven't. No. no, never caught one. I don't do that like... I like my back. The <laughs> same with Trevally. Yeah, yeah, I like to keep my GTs. back. GTs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You want to go GT fishing? I would love to, but no. No, thank you. Yeah, you can stick it. It's the cramp that gets me for an hour afterwards. Oh, mate, I walk up. off the boat like I'm Steady Eddie about yeah. to walk on stage at the Dalrymple. Yes, they heard. <laughs> Let's go to a song and an ad break, and when we come back, uh, we'll continue talking more about uh, jigs and, and vibes and soft plastics because we do get caught up with the... The, I, I suppose it's the new train. Everything that comes out new, we forget about the old stuff that worked. 
Yeah, like no, everyone's going to be scared to put a normal Nomad vibe on now since these Squid Rexes have come out. Yeah. Like I've got a heap of them Nomad vibes. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't want to use new no more. Yeah. I want the Squiddy one. We'll buy the Squid Rex <laughs> yeah. and then we'll, that's all that'll come out and then... In a, 10 years' time, we've got a heap of old Samarki vibes, Vibalicious and bits and bits. Oh, there's so. always going to be a place for them, buddy. Yeah, well, let's go to song and an ad break. When we come back, we'll talk more fishing. Come heavy or don't come at all You leave your piece it on, that's your call It never paid to be destroyer boats are built for North Queensland conditions. Higher sides, wider and deeper. Built strong. Built to last. Built to fish. Flagship destroyer boats are only available at Townsville Marine. All powered by Yamaha Outboards with Yamaha Finance and Insurance. With models from the 435 Creek Boats to the mighty 730 Hardtop models and everything in between. There's a destroyer boat at Townsville Marine to suit your fishing. Destroyer Boats. Yamaha. Townsville Marine. Station sponsor. 
With the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Everything you need to keep your car driving well and looking great, you'll find it at Cheaper Auto Spares. Performance parts, tools and accessories, spare parts and the best prices in town. Cheaper Auto Spares, locally owned and operated in the big black and yellow building, Ingham Road, Carbet. Station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Sponsor. Are you into spearfishing? Tackle World Townsville has the biggest range of spearfishing gear in town with all the big name brands like Rob Allen, Cressy, Torelli and heaps more. And we'll repair and service your gear. Tackle World on the Ingham Road has it all. See you down at Tackle World today. Station Sponsor. All my friends don't go fishing. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the 4K 1G Fishing Show. Don't forget, a couple more ad breaks to go to get uh, on the line and get yourself into the bingo draw to win some awesome prizes. Let's just check the weather. Cleveland Bay is south-southeasterly at 15 knots. Davies Reef is east-southeasterly at 14. And Yongala is south-southeasterly at 15. So dropped a little bit from this morning, but probably still not the greatest to be out there. Looking out of the studio window at the weather, uh, trees not moving and it's not raining, so uh, looks half reasonable out there uh, if you want to do a little bit of land-based fishing around uh, some of the rivers to throw a few lures around. Marty's on the phone taking uh, t- taking a few numbers, so uh, when he gets back, we'll at, we'll continue our little chat about uh, soft plastics and vibes. I'm back. I was just talking to Mark. He's um, he lives at Black River, and he's actually going to head up. And go fish one of the creeks in um, Hinchinbrook today on the bottom of the tide. They went there last week and got some really good jacks. And I heard there's some good jacks getting around Hinchy at the moment. And on top of that, they got a nice 83 centimetre barrow and a few barrows were starting to chop around. And th- this weekend's one of them weekends where that barometric pressure is going to be playing a fairly decent part in this. And I'd love to tell you that I know all about barometric pressures and knowing how they work. I've got a slight idea. When I've got an idea on, I'll I'll, I'll question him on it because he's really big on it. He swears by it. and um, Make it up, mate. Yeah, yeah. So um, probably not because I'll come unstuck with that. But, yeah, so Mark and Sam, they're going to head up there and and give it a good go. It's a way to do it too. And, like, his way of thinking is, like, last week, they worked on this tide, so I'm not going to go up there at 7 o'clock in the morning when it's a three-and-a-half-metre tide and then waste my time for 12 hours. Well, here you go. So, you ready? Yeah. Speaking of tides... Yes, please. What have we got? Let's go to the tide times and look at the Townsville because this will be 
a high tide at nine o'clock. So it's just uh, gone, and it's a this three is today. Today, so it's a three point nine nine and down to point nine six at three thirty. The Sabi. So there is three meters of run. What do you do in three meters of run in a creek? They're going to be dirty. Be there at the bottom, either side. So and then out the front, around the mangrove lines on the top of the tide, and then tomorrow at Half past nine is 4.16 metres, so it's that huge. That is ridiculous. And then quarter past four, it's a 0.86. So three and a half metres of run tomorrow, which most creeks um, will be very, very What's dirty. the dead low tonight? What time? Dead low tonight is at, uh, where am I today? Oh, come on. Load up is at three o'clock in the morning, Sunday morning, is a point two seven. Oh, wow. So with tomorrow's tide, if you're crabbing down at Morrissey's, put them up by Mud Island and then two hours later pick them up out in the bay. <laughs> or out at the boat ramp. <laughs> yeah. Back at the boat ramp. Yeah, time off. So so very big tides. Um so it makes it a little bit hard in the creeks, but as you said, the fish still eat and the fish still bite. Mm. So what you end up trying to do is time your window of opportunity to the, like at low tide, you'll only fish 40 minutes leading in, 40 minutes leading out. Mm. So you're not going to fish the whole day unless you've got a nice big hole that hasn't got much flow through it and the grunter will be swimming through yeah. it and the brim. You know what I hate? Pulling my boat out of the water when I'm on my own on something like a point two or a point three tide. It just makes me nervous there's too much mud too much slipperiness do you still drive it on when it's like that or do you wind your because no you drive i drive on. it on i drive it on then i keep my motor in gear yep because it makes it the big difference that prop pushing forwards because there is nothing worse when you're on your own and you drive on and the weight comes up yep. and you shut the motor down and the truck starts sliding and it happens it happens have you, you know, ever so thought of one of those locking on your yeah, and you know what? I saw a gentleman at the boat ramp. I walked over to him, to his boat, um, and we're talking a big proper. It was like a polar or something yep. like that. And so simple. But something in my heart just doesn't allow me to – because there's no safety chain or nothing. No, it So old in. mate reverses down, drives down, yeah, stays in the truck, and then the skipper goes <laughs> – brings it up, and you hear this yeah. – and that's it. It's locked in. There's no putting your head over the bow, no nothing. And he's like, right, take me up. I just – and it's not going to fail. It, but looking at it, there's, it's it's fail safe. But I just couldn't trust something like that without putting a safety chain on or, or something like that. We're talking about $150,000 worth of fiberglass sitting there. I know. Ready to slide off. So uh, would I – yeah, I can see that – Love it, but I still wouldn't drive up the ramp without putting a safety chain on. It's just not in me. No, I'm the same. Same as when I'm, when I get to the boat ramp, no one touches my boat. That's mine. That's mine. Don't don't sort of uh, let me because yeah, uh, yeah, it's different with my mates that I, I've been with all the time. They know, but you go with someone who thinks they're trying to help, and they undo the safety chain at the top, just trying to help. That's when everything goes pear. Because all you are then relying on is whatever is, whether it be a strap, a strap your wire, you know, your, your hooch cord, whatever you're using on your winch, that's all that's holding your boat. 
So yeah, that's I, where your safety chain comes in. So you, And you can't trust. Things go wrong. These things snap. They give way. Well, even the, you know, the, like not the chain or the strap, uh, yeah. the wire or the strap, the big heavy duty braid that I've had one of them let go. Yeah, yeah. Bloody so, I've got this huge fear of ending up on YouTube or boat fails. Boatfails.com. Yeah, yeah, look at this dickhead at the ramp. <laughs> He's a Liverpool supporter too. I seen too. an absolute cracker the other day, this bloke in a big boat going towards like slowly motoring to drive on yeah. and I don't know whether he, what happened, but he went, fell forward, hit his throttle, hmm. went up over his trailer, up over another car and then up onto the wharf. Look, it happens. We try yeah. and work just like people hit the accelerator instead of reversing the car. We do have a caller. Do you want to take them in case they have a... I know we don't do them, but just in case. Oh, I know. Oh, Let's see. We're you testing. You never know. Morning fishing show. Hello, it's Woodsy from Guru. Hey, Woodsy, how are you? How's beautiful Guru this morning? Yeah, good. Nice and calm. Any rain? A little bit overnight, nothing heavy. That river running over the weir still? Um, uh, depending on how much we got out the back. Yep. Um, There'd only be a trickle unless we got some more out the back. Yeah. Yeah, no, is the river clean or dirty or you haven't put in lately? I went down on Thursday afternoon and yes, it's cleaned up a fair bit but it's still got a lot of colour in it. Them yeah. tides are going to ruin that for this weekend. She'll be running mud now. Right. Yeah, but anyway. Hey, Woodsy, you're 78, buddy. And Ange. Angela? Yep. Two numbers for Woodsy. Angela. When's your next trip away in the van, 72 mate? for Ange. 72, 78. Uh, I'm not sure, Gary. I was going to... I thought I had yesterday off, and then I got a phone call at 6 o'clock in the morning to go to work. So, um, yeah, we was going to go on to Bowen. Oh, are you still working on the road down there? No, I'm at Woodstock now or doing Astral. I'm all over the place. You are, mate. All right, Woodsy, you guys have a good weekend. Yeah, no worries. Thank you. Thanks, mate. Bye-bye. There's Woodsy down there in Garoo. It's good to be able to chat just to see what the river's doing. Yeah, so that's my big fear. It's just it... it, um, And the chances of something going wrong is pretty slim, but you know when you're... Yeah, it's three o'clock in the morning. The boat ramp is slippery. No one's in sight. You're on your own, and you're at the whim of something going wrong. And it, and yeah. it does go wrong because once that boat's on the trailer, that's it. It's all hooked up. Everything, and you know. So, um, and people think, oh, I've got this massively heavy car, and I've got this, and I've got that. You never know. You never know. And the the way it works, it depends on the angle of the ramp too, or the way the boat's sitting. Because quite often when the boat comes on, it puts weight on the back wheels, hence it's not going to move anywhere. Yeah. It's locked in tight. Doesn't always work like that. And I've seen it time and time again. And once once your car gets momentum up, that's it. It's going to do whatever it wants to do. Yeah, you wouldn't be the first at Morrissey's to put a, a boat and a car and a trailer no, definitely not. Morrissey's are, Morrissey's is a good one. Yeah, and um, our boat ramps here are, are the same, and it doesn't happen. The slipperiness is what scares no, you. And what makes you feel? Um, is there cleat chains at the top of um, Morrissey's? Yeah, or, not that or I know the of. is it, have they got them at the Coast Guard? Do you know what I mean uh, by cleat, yeah. which are built into the concrete, and you can tie off to your bull bar or your winch yeah. it or whatever. Winch yourself out of the yeah. water when and you're under it. Like that, it, that seems like a bit of a wank if you're with a five meter barrow boat. But if you're bringing in a Bertram, that's 
five six ton on the and trail, it's very slimy and, and slippery. slimy and slippery. You know yeah, why yeah, not? Know. Yeah, why not? Yeah, true. My luck would tear it straight out of the concrete through the windscreen, well, hit the comes, chihuahua. <laughs> come shooting straight back at you. <laughs> Let's go to a song and an ad break, and when we come back, we'll head up to Ingham and have a little chat with Dom and see what, see what he's up to. <laughs> I can just imagine that, shooting straight back. Oh, there's a good anchor point. <laughs> Keep that for a plonk, Marty. Righto. <laughs> Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. 
Looking for the toughest products in town? Tackle World Townsville has the ultimate. Introducing Yeti, the toughest icebox around. So tough they are grizzly bear proof and hold ice for days. And the Yeti drinkware, it's the best on the market. Station sponsor. Two things happened in 1995. The charge of the North Queensland Cowboys and the charge of North Queensland Batteries. 27 years later and NQ Batteries are still charging in Townsville. Now providing Victron solar and recreational systems for campers and 4x4s. For all your battery needs, back the local team and search North Queensland Batteries. See their new showroom, 177 Ingham Road. Station sponsor. If you're looking to enjoy the outdoors this summer, call ALEC. ALEC makes it easy with lithium packages to suit your boat, caravan or camping rig. Ensure faster charging, longer battery run times, solar charging and superior handling as lithium batteries are lighter than ever before. ALEC are your Red Arc specialists. State-of-the-art electric braking systems. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the NQ Fishing Show. On another glorious Saturday, we're having a great show, running through very quickly, talking all about fishing with vibes and soft plastics and different rods and reels and jigs. Yeah. But, but the jig fishing really interests me. Yeah, I was just talking to Trev then, and uh, he was um, out last night, and he reckons it was a beautiful cool breeze, not too, not too windy on them um, down at the harbour. Did he catch so, anything? No, big tidal run. What's so, he doing in the harbour at your spot? Paddy was at a bloody hen's night. Was he just magic Mike? Magic Paddy? <laughs> Are you done? No, I am. Trev's listening. Yeah, sorry, Trev. Uh, so how do you go? <laughs> Actually, Trev was magic Mike. <laughs> yeah, he And wish, then went fishing. He wishes. Um, <laughs> so nothing? No, no bites? No, no. No. But I, I would have thought in the harbour of the big It's going to be dirty, man. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it won't be. I think it won't worry me. I think the wind will be there. A problem. But yeah, because it's still 15 knots out there at the moment. And my plans of tomorrow going across to the Cape and fishing the headlands on that four metre tide may be kiboshed by now. Kiboshed? Yeah, that, that means done for. Isn't I, it kabush? No, I'm kiboshing, not kabushing. Different. Right. So, so. Kiboshing. I've uh, I've put I've probably put a pencil through that. You gotta do something. I've gotta do something. I'm two weeks with the boat on the trailer, done nothing. Well barra season, haven't thrown a lure. Well it is a point two seven low. Oh, see that o- that's doing my head in. At, at two o'clock in the morning. See a point two seven, I just wouldn't have the balls to to go back to the ramp on my own and put the boat on trailer. Yeah, but see, that's not a bad tide for me to get my detector out and go and hide in the bushes down the strand. Uh, you did say detector. Detector. Right. Yes, the detect. And uh, maybe wave my wand around uh, down the strand in the middle of the night. So <laughs> You're going to get us taken off air, Very, guys. very low tide to be to walk along the beach with my detector at 2 o'clock in the morning. How so, awesome is that? So I will probably end up down at the strand yeah, at about 1 Yeah, there's got to be a, a show, Detector Wars or something. There has well, to be. Why don't you create that? You, you and Greg Evans having a having a like get your lifesaver sports detectors out, having a fight out front of the uh, strand. Last time I was down Jetty. there, a bloke had stolen <coughs> me spots. It was like turning up to your favourite fishing spot. I know. And going, there's someone in it. 
like you got a really good spot out at the shoals and you think you're the only but one. Why wouldn't you go there? Remember, like my mate said, he used to detect where um, the, the the kids' swings are on the sandpit. Yeah, that's and all the rich mums with their big fancy wedding rings or whatever be pushing the kids back and forwards and not realise the, the ring has slipped off. And um, and right where they're pushing the kids, that's that's his favourite place to find um, to find a uh, bit of jewellery. As you do, or I just, money. I just tried ringing Dom. I don't it was. Know. Did we talk about that last week? The old mate on the detector show put a um, on the page. Um, what's he called it? Gold coins and relics. Yeah. And anyway, he put up a picture of finding this lovely wedding band uh, or or such, and uh, he got absolutely crucified for it. I oh. hope you didn't keep that. Someone's lost that, and you know what? They're right. Someone has lost that, obviously. Well, let me let me enlighten you in the law. Oh, but please! Of it, please. I'm not having a crack. I'm sort no, of no. thinking, hey, if I found it, technically, <coughs> technically, if you find something, mm-hmm. it has to be handed to the police. This is whether you find it walking along and go, hey, there's a diamond ring there. <laughs> Technically, by the letter of the law, it has to be handed into the police mm. because there is actually a law called theft by finding. Wow. So you can actually really be charged. Probably doesn't ever happen, mm. but there is actually a law called theft by finding. Mm. Um, so if I'm detecting and find a $1,000 diamond ring, mm. do I slip it in my pocket and not tell anyone? Or do I try and find the owner who's probably heartbroken? Probably try and find. But by the letter of the law, I'm to hand that in to the police. Mm. And I think it's 60 But most days. of the time they haven't lost it, Gaz. It's still on their hand. You've just detected over it while they're sunbaking. I know. You should see how hard it is trying to rip it off and not wake them up. <laughs> so, and you should see where the detector goes off when you wave it over them in the... <laughs> When they're laying there, so so there is a actual law called theft by finding. So well, there you go. Te- technically, by the letter of the law, you have to hand um, it into police. But a lot of people do put it up on Facebook or wherever, yeah. and say, "Found this diamond ring, mm. or this watch has got two two richo, <coughs> thanks Shano or whatever." Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, oh, we are in modern times. Well, I didn't want to, to offend. Richo from Shano. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to offend the group. <laughs> Love, Shano. <laughs> Morning, Richo. <laughs> and Shano. All right, feed the Chihuahua. So... So technically, um, Richo and Shano, love. The two names you pick. I know. <laughs> How weird is that? Well, oh, anything you want to tell us? Yeah, I eventually got the ring back to uh, the watch back to Shano. <laughs> Here, Shano, I found Richo's watch. <laughs> oh no! Keep um, going. So technically, there is, there is a. Uh, <laughs> There, there is a law called theft by finding. There you go. So you have to um, hand it into the police station, um, and I think it's sixty days to uh, to get to get that to Shano or Richo. <laughs> you idiot! 
And you just you just said it so normally. Oh, it does, mate. Flows off. That's the modern age now, Marty. Right, it is. That it is. is we normal. are just keeping up to date with it, my friend. Right, mate. Hey, you tried calling Dom. What happened? I don't know, mate. It just uh, it rang out and then went muffled. <coughs> he's so, getting uh, busier and busier, my man. So he's probably busy. But uh, yeah, if you're floating through Ingham, don't forget to call into Wild Local and pick yourself up some awesome seafood or fish and chips or bits and pieces. And we'll yeah. have Dom on next week. We'll chat to uh, Rising Sun Marine next Saturday. We'll yep. see they've got heaps of goodies there. Yep, we'll, um, we'll um, cross on over and have a have have a chat to um, Motor Marine as well. Yeah, so. so. So, uh, yeah, any of your boating needs, don't forget, like we've always said, we're very lucky on the show. We've got yep. the three big boating stores mm. in town that support the show. So um, mm. if you're looking for uh, Yamahas or Quintrex boats, head over to Rising Submarine. Yeah, if you're for heading, sure. If you're Mercury and Stacer, head over to uh, Motor Marine. And if you're Hookers and... Yamahas and bits and pieces over there at um, oh, we've got Townsville every, Marine. So every base is covered, my friend. The gang over there. Let's go to a song and an ad break, and when we come back, it's time to give some goodies sure. away. Before you cut me off, do we um, big shout out to our to our leader uh, to Dave Daly. He's uh, he's actually in uh, Brisbane. Uh, went and seen Sting and um, I thought and he Ed was Sheeran. Going to see Ed Sheeran. He was. He was. So good morning to you. You know who he went with, eh? Richo and Shane. <laughs> oh no! I'll find it. I'll find his watch later on. You thinking about calling in sick, or just blowing off work? Catch a thing as long as I catch a buzz and tan. Just a couple cheap fold up seats. I can sit out on the bank and hold your hand in a cold can. I'm tired of wasting my time on traffic jams and boss bands and
race in and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. Looking for the toughest products in town? Tackle World Townsville has the ultimate. Introducing Yeti, the toughest icebox around. So tough they are grizzly bear proof and hold ice for days. And the Yeti drinkware, it's the best on the market. See it Station sponsor. Two things happened in 1995. The charge of the North Queensland Cowboys and the charge of North Queensland Batteries. 27 years later and NQ Batteries are still charging in Townsville. Now providing Victron solar and recreational systems for campers and 4x4s. For all your battery needs, back the local team and search North Queensland Batteries. See their new showroom, 177 Ingham Road. Station Sponsor. If you're looking to enjoy the outdoors this summer, call ALEC. ALEC makes it easy with lithium packages to suit your boat, caravan or camping rig. Ensure faster charging, longer battery run times, solar charging and superior handling as lithium batteries are lighter than ever before. ALEC are your Red Arc specialists. State-of-the-art electric braking systems. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the NQ Fishing Show. It's been a rocket of a show. It has. Three hours has gone just like that. Man, we have had so many calls. We are all out of bingo numbers, bar two. I've got four over here. Oh, okay. So, yeah, that's uh, 275. <coughs> that's how many phone that calls. This is incorrect. Well, I exaggerate a little bit. A little bit. Righto, Marty, what are we giving away first? Mate, you tell me. Um, how about the Port of Townsville bag? Port of Townsville. Spin your little barrel there, mate. It's my little barrel of fun. Yeah, right. Roll out your barrel. Well, the Roll more... Roll um... barrel of fun. Okay. It is a number 79. 79 is... 79, 79. Oh, it mightn't be on my list. This mightn't be one of mine. Wayne, on your list. One of mine. Wayne, <coughs> number 79, Wayne. Jump on the phone. Me, me. You're right. I am. Come Young on, Wayne. Wayne. Wayne doesn't call in. We are redrawing or not, or what? Well, it's up to you. You're the... No, you're on the console. If it was me, I'd redraw. It's a port bag. You're getting tighter and tighter. Well, we're running out of prizes. Yeah. That's Gary's way of asking. If anyone's got some little prizes they want to give away and we promote you, we'd happily give a prize away We've at the moment. got a little bit of... Oh, there's Wayne. Wayne's rung in. You ready? Yeah. Oh, here we go. Here we go again. What's Wayne's weakness? Men. Oh, that's not... Morning fishing show. Oh, hang on. Morning, Wayne. Hey, you doing, mate? No, it's James. I rang in for Wayne earlier this morning. Oh, hey, James. How you going? Good, sir. Good, thanks, buddy. Hey, mate, Wayne has won himself uh, the Port of Townsville bag, which will drop off <coughs> at uh, Townsville Tackle World. God, I just lost for yeah. words then. <laughs> mate, uh, you can pick that up uh, during the week or after lunch today if you're floating by. You fishing this weekend, James, or what, mate? Uh, yeah, hopefully get out there at some point next weekend. Probably not during the week, but 
No, we've got to fix them in Coda. The old boy went out with Wayne earlier this weekend. Uh, the Minn Coda called Flames. Oh, they can do that. It's a dangerous thing, man. It's hard to put out normally. Yeah, so, yeah, we're going to order a new control board and all the rest of it. So. Yep, yep, fair enough. Oh, well, I hope that all works out for you, James. Beautiful. Good on you, James. See you, guys. See you, bud. See you, bud. Bye, bye. Bye. You want to call fire? Yeah, yeah, mine caught fire once, but mine caught fire at the Anderson plug. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, just while in the harbour um, four or five years ago, and... Um, it was zapping and burning and fire going and put a big burn mark on my boat, which I got out yeah. after a lot of hand shandy in it to polish it up. I bet you. What are we giving away, Marty? Mate, you tell me. No, you the motor marine bag today. Motor marine. That's a bloody good bag. What's Hang in on. that bag? Before you announce it, let me let me have a little look. Yeah, and I'll find the person. Down the back here. Oh, I found the person. Mate, this is a hundred dollar or more bag. <coughs> it has, or it had, a. <laughs> it's got a Mercury Big Fish shirt. And, yep. And it's a hundred and ten dollars just for that shirt. It has a twenty dollar Mercury hat. It had, has, a Mercury. Marine watertight bag. It's got a water bottle. This not a not a water bottle. This is like a proper there it, kick. Yeah, yeah, there kick ass water bottle. Mate, this bag is a hundred and fifty dollars worth of no, value. No, it's more than that. Yep, hundred and fifty one dollars worth of value. Thank you. So, I yep. pulled out number seventy three. Seventy three. And this lad is Chris. Chris, jump on the phones, Chris. I've even got a little bit of waiting music. Well, Chris, there's... Oh, I like that. that. You're right. When did you come up with that? That's Was that at the Oktoberfest? Yep. Roll out the barrel. Oh. Roll out the barrel of fun. That's a bit of waiting music. Morning, Chris. Hey, how you going? Good, mate. You're you right. must be wondering what the hell you listen to this show for, Chris. <laughs> and why? Because you win prizes like this, buddy. Awesome, thank you. Mate, that'll be a tackle world for you. No, no. Oh, sorry, yeah. Marty will drop it off at Motor Marine for you yeah, on Monday. on Monday. Don't go to tackle world for this one, world. Motor Marine. It's not there. My okay. bad. Yep. Good on you, Chris. No worries. Thank you. Thanks, See you, Blake. Bye-bye. Bye. There we go. How good's that? Yeah, very good. Oh, hang on. I've done the... Oh, I've blown it. Let me, let me just reshuffle the names on here. Chris on the Motor Marine bag. We have... The fibre finish bag. Thanks to Chris and the gang. At fibre finish. Fibre finish. We have a hooked apparel rod sleeve. <coughs> a set of eagle claw hooks. We have a hooked apparel buff. And we have a fibre finish lure holder for your boat. So a huge thanks to the gang at hooked apparel and eagle claw hooks i better hang that back yeah up. you better and, i rolled uh, the barrel and chris from fiber finish i got 66 and i found that that was mike mike jump on the phones mike we'll just put our weight well i'd like to see you strip to that magic mike there we go how would you strip to this one there's a bit of waiting music what was the number marty uh it was 66 mike jump on the phone 66 mike you've won yourself the fibre finish, there he is. There he is. When I get to him, let me get rid of the polka band. Morning, Mike. How you go, mate? How are you? Good, buddy. How are you? Good, good. 
mate, you've won yourself that little prize bag from hooked apparel, a rod yep. sleeve, uh, a buff, some eagle claw hooks and a lure holder from uh, Fibre Finish. Terrific. Yeah, I'll pick that up from Tackle World during the week. Not a problem. Thank you very much. Thanks, Mike. See you, Mike. Bye, mate. Bye-bye. There's Mike. Pick that awesome prize. Last prize is a $30 wild local voucher courtesy of Dom and Beck up there in Ingham at Wild Local. Do you want the music again? Or no. Not? All right. I'll get rid of it. Goodness sake. People all want that every time we do the barrel now. Number seven. Number seven is... Quickly. I'm trying. They'll ring in before you even find yes, it. shush. Number seven. Jump. There you go. Told you. Still haven't found it. Morning, Mark. Morning fishing show. There you go, boys. Who have we got there? It's Mark here. Oh, hey, Mark, you've won yourself $30 wild local prawn voucher courtesy of Dom and the gang up there in Ingham. Beautiful, mate. I appreciate that very much. Not a problem, mate. You enjoy your weekend. I pulled your number out, not him. <laughs> Which one was that? Yeah, Marty. Marty pulled your number out, so don't thank Gary. He had nothing to do oh. with it. This is all me, buddy. <laughs> I'll reward both of you with one of these pictures of some big barons and big jacks, eh? Oh, yes, please. What, have you been getting a couple? Yeah, mate, there's a few hanging around, eh? Like some half-decent jacks they get the other day and the old barons and playing around. But like I said, I'll go up there for the bottom part of, of the... Oh, wait, well, right? yeah, I've got Mark from fishing fishing up at Hinchinbrook. Right. Yeah, that's, that's the one, mate. Yep. So, yeah, and then I'll fish that probably maybe an hour, hour and a half incoming and... And then um, dart off because, as you know, the tides are a little bit there. Yep. But, but it'll be the way it is, mate, and, and we'll see how we go. Do you work around those tides like that, Mark? If it's if it's a big run, you are, you narrow your fishing window down to only a couple of hours. Yeah. Otherwise, you're wasting your time. You can sit out there all them hours, and, and you know yourself. You know, yep. it, it gets to a certain part of the tide. But um, like I went last week, and and uh, yeah, I've I done quite well. But as you can see, there are different sector of tides and I sat out there for a long period of time and it was only that maybe three or four hours where um, yeah, they they started to really chew and, and, and get in amongst it but um, today it won't be like that because it'll probably only be about that hour oh, yep. maybe two and a half hours and um, yeah so time to come home alright mate good luck let us know how you go next week good show again guys thanks Have mate I'll drop that prize off at Tackle World in an hour or so Yep, too easy, mate. Thanks, mate. Thanks, bud. Bye. 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 And there, there you go, mate. He, uh, what we always say, and what a lot of our guests say, is work, work, yeah. time. That well, you, that <coughs> is yeah. the best. That window of opportunity, as they call it. You would have noticed on the Pelagic Pursuit video, he said he was talking about the moon sets. There's yes. four. Jack said that this morning. Yeah, yeah. four sets of moons, and the, it makes sense. And um, above, below, such and yeah, such. So, and so when you there's little things that make a difference, yeah. but they can afford to work around that you and i go when we can when same we can, as 99 yeah. of our listeners yeah but we'll have to get uh someone on who uh who works and fishes around the moons and see whether they like the moon above the moon wherever yep M- whoever's mooning in the boat is probably who we should talk to <laughs> i've done that once did you just snort i just snorted did you it. snort i snorted at my own little live on that <laughs> yeah <laughs> You idiot! Shut us down. We're done. That's it, mate. What a show! That was a bloody good show, guys. Thanks, mate. Done and dusted, Marty. Mate, thank you again. It was awesome. High five. Our three hours. (laughs) Hey, that's a high five. Our three hours go so quick.
Yep. Um, and we have so much fun, and hopefully we bring a little bit of joy and a little bit of information to people. We do indeed. Um, so, uh, so everyone, as we always say, be safe on the roads, mm. safe on the water. We want yep. you all back next uh, next week. Yep. Um, to listen to our silly little show, and Shana and Richard, I'll drop your watch off next week. Yeah, somewhere. that's lovely for it. So uh, enjoy the weekend, everyone. Thank you, Marty. I'll talk to you during the week, and thanks, everyone, yeah. for tuning in. Have a nice weekend, and we'll catch you all next weekend on the NQ Fishing Show.